back Oni. You're now listening to the Black Oni Podcast. And welcome to today's show, everyone. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. I'm going to switch over to our uh, other scene that doesn't have any of our faces on it right now because I'm a derp. And uh, the the guy that we're going to have as our third person, uh, unfortunately, wasn't able to make it anymore. But enough of that. I want to take a moment to introduce you all to our very, very special guest, Rolum X Boss. Hello. Hey, it is me. It is me. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good to see you. I'm so glad that you are able to join us today. How are you? Uh, I'm well, like I said a bit earlier, it's still got the little phlegm going on from the ice coffee. Mm-hmm. But uh other than that, it's I'm I'm cool. I'm chilling. I'm here. So, I love yeah. it. I love to hear it. Uh, I'm going to be adding my, uh, what was it, game capture, color capture, anyway, I'm going to add that while we continue on with the podcast itself, but uh, thank you everyone who is here right now uh, for joining us, and we are going to have this available on all listening uh, platforms as well, so it's going to be on Spotify, it's going to be on iTunes, it's going to be on you know all those other podcasting apps. Oh, all the things that you could hear things on. Yes. Whatever exactly. it is that you're using to listen to the thing. Thank mm-hmm. you for thank you for doing the thing. Yes. <laughs> uh so first and foremost, uh Roland, where can people go to find more of what you do? Ooh, well <laughs> I kinda well. <laughs> I guess just searching up my username and figuring out, like, what exactly do you mean? <laughs> right. So, like, what's your socials? You know, is it, is it Rolamex Boss on everything? Is there a difference on any one of them? You know, sometimes so it is. Rolamex Boss on everything. Um, I do have some alt accounts for other things. Okay. Um, because what I do is not one thing. And I, I guess I'm, I have difficulty, like trying to like fit in into one category because i feel like i'm just a creative and uh a few years ago i came oh well, i didn't can't come up with it but <laughs> i um found out about the word multi-potentialite and it's basically someone who has a lot of either skills or interest and kind of does their own thing so yeah i what i do is various form of media and whatever i feel like doing yeah you're we're, we're we're so alike in so many ways it's kind of weird and kind of disgusting because she's like the sis y'all that i never knew i, I had <laughs> um i i relate a lot to that though it's really hard to like when meeting new people just be like hey this is the one thing i do yeah it's way more than that yeah, it's it's hard because till this day people are like, okay, so what do you do? And it's like, honestly, I don't really know. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Look, at, I don't know I, shit. <laughs> I don't know. Like, 
you know, one day I'm drawing and doing commissions. The next day I'm on OnlyFans and in the other day I'm cosplay. And then, oh, you know what? I'm off my six month break and I'm now streaming this random video game. Hey, mm. what's up, guys? Like, I really don't know. But there's always something new and there's always something that I find interesting. And I think it has to do a bit with my neurodivergency. Mm. Um, especially having ADHD, like I'm always interested in something new and something new and something new. And I don't really stick to one thing, but I think I finally accepted to just do that. So what is neurodivergency? I, I'm not familiar with like what it actually means, but I've heard it before. So I wouldn't be, <laughs> especially not on a podcast. I don't think I'd be the perfect person to explain it, but, mm -hmm. um, I think like basically neuro neurodivergent people is people who kind of feel different and follow under certain disorders, not a disorder, but like basically like if you have ADHD, you're a neuro neurodivergent. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. That's basically like slapping a label on me, but yeah. I mean, it is what it is, right? Like it's sometimes it's good to know yeah. like what you're dealing with. So yeah. Pretty it, much. Right. Like, you know, putting a label on artists is like, all right, yes, it's we're much more than artists, but we do need to oh. help people understand at least baseline what we're doing. That's the thing about labeling. I think I, I recently I had to just accept to label myself because, like I was saying, like you don't really know what to tell people what you are, and if someone just stumbles upon your page, it's like, okay, what does this person do? Like. I had to like start labeling myself because if I just use this like random thing like oh hey I'm a multi-potential I, I don't think people are going to take me seriously in the things that I am doing so it, it's hard to label yourself especially because like you said artists like there's so many fucking things <laughs> right <laughs> um you could be a 2D, a 2D animator you could be a 3D modeler you could be a graphic designer mm -hmm. um architecture fashion like there's so many fucking things to being an artist and it's not just art as in hey guys i'm doodling on a paper or digital whatever it could also be like hey i'm a musician i mm -hmm. i yeah is this i think the the best label for artists would have to be creatives especially when people are getting into content creating mm-hmm kind of getting tired of saying content creation not gonna lie same Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. Um, Definitely getting tired of that. You know, I think this segues perfectly into the very first question that I wanted to ask, actually, uh, which is, you know, for both of us to answer. Okay. Who is your favorite artist, uh, whether it's recording or visual or, um, you know, performative or or whatever? Who's your favorite? Oh. It's, it's a really hard question to answer because... That's really tough. I'm the one who put the question on and I'm still like, mm, should I say this person or this person? I don't have favorites. I think that's the thing with me. I don't have favorites. I think I find, like I was saying, I find interest in a lot of things. So it's the same thing with uh, creative people. Like I find, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'll go, um, I'll go first if you're still first. trying to figure out. <laughs> you go first. Okay. Uh, so my favorite artist is someone most people know by Art Germ. Uh, his name is Stanley Lau. He okay. is... I'll actually bring up a picture of some of his art because it's pretty iconic. 
And actually, no, that sounds familiar. Yeah, if you've seen like Morgan Ainslin, you know, art. Uh, oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Amazing art. Yeah, he's a beast. Love it. Absolute monster. Uh, he's he has such a delicacy to his work, but also such like a refined and I don't even know how else to explain it. It's like it's refined, it's sexy, but not going out of its way to like you know bombast you with you know being sexy all the time but like there's just like there's a maturity to it that's what it is there's like a self-awareness yeah it's so good and you know I one of his yeah i mean come on this is one of the sexiest characters ever and she just looks so like she looks hot but she also looks like sensual so good mm-hmm. Oh, man. And I had a I just, to... you see, Go ahead. Now I'm like deep diving in my brain. Like I just started. Yeah. Is, um, I could, I will say someone that got me through, uh, my little creative episodes during high school, mm-hmm. um, not a artist, but more so a musician, but you could tell that there's art in his creations and his music really got me through and i would have to say tyler the cater oh that's a really good option really good choice there because he reminds me that he's not just music right he's not just one thing um he got really creative like as in (laughs) drawing art music um not just like rapping like he there's so much to him Mm -hmm. and I've just been inspired by him for a long time and it goes down to like the acting and just everything like he plays off the character and himself so well yeah and yeah I think Tyler the creator would have to be my answer you know that's fair makes total sense he is extremely talented uh, extremely like multifaceted too yeah I just I just recently saw this video. It's probably not the greatest uh segue, but it it, it just killed me. Uh his honesty is so like I don't want to say pure, but it's so apparent. So he was being interviewed by someone in Paris and <laughs> They're like, all right, man. So, like, you know, you've been in Paris with this tour. What do you think of Paris? Do you like it? He was like, I hate this place, bro. <laughs> he like, he just straight up said, I hate it here. And it kept- See, I love that too. How honest he can be, and like, people are just like, well, you're so quirky. No, like, that's just him like, being himself. It's like, this is how I feel. Great. Y'all just choosing to just ignore the fact that I said this place is trash. <laughs> <laughs> It's like nice joke, Ben. It's like no, I fucking hate it here, man. Like I, I don't think you understand, and I'm actually telling you, I don't like it here. I need to go home. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it is one of the things I do appreciate about him and many other artists as well is that their ability to just, you know, challenge the the status quo and also like be authentic. Yeah. And I think that will also tie in a lot to the the other questions that we have as the interview aspect of today's show. Um, So everyone, you all know that for these podcasts, what I like to do is 
you know, do the icebreakers to kind of get everyone in the in a vibe to kind of see what everyone is saying. You know, someone in chat said their favorite artist is Black Oni. But who else is your favorite artist? I want to know who, what other people out there creating that you all like. I want to, I want to see the chat alight with people that y'all just liked to, to, to vibe with. Um, I'm here on my phone, like searching for the chat, like hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello, yeah. <laughs> it's a slow burn for now because it's usually a little earlier than I usually go live. So people are gonna come in and then. It's good. People will be able to answer the question throughout the, the stream. So I'm going to ask the question again later for anyone who hasn't had a chance to, to answer. But with that said, let's go over to this uh, agenda here. So you talked a little <laughs> bit about, you know, how multifaceted you are. Um, yeah. What are all the things that you do? Still a new thing per day, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um. I well, first and foremost, I think we both know why I'm here to begin with. Um, I do lewd content. I don't know how to word this on here. Yeah, no. That, um, I, however, you feel comfortable saying it is 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 okay, good. Sex work. Sex okay. Work. Yeah. So yeah, um, I'm a sex worker and um, still learning the gists about it. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would just say because there's different categories in sex work as well right mm-hmm. um i would just consider myself a not cam model but i guess a cam model because it's pictures and videos that you're uploading to the internet and people pay you for right so, right right so i think a lot of people recently only know me as that mm-hmm. because that's where my focus is and that's where my money is mm-hmm. at the moment um but other than that just a creative so whatever piques my interest follow through with it mm-hmm. if the financial <laughs> situation is okay or if i have the time right and just so you know um i actually wanted you on the show because not specifically because of the sex work but because of the multifaceted aspect of it um because there's a lot of Obviously, there's a lot of work that goes into this. Like, it's very clearly yeah. not just you just picked up a camera and just started doing shit and then that was it. Like, there's a immense <laughs> amount of thought that has to go into what you do. Um, That's literally what I thought it was before. So. Right. I think everyone thinks that at first. Um, but yeah. you also have a background in cosplay, right? A bit. A bit. Um, I think it's it's a bit of, like, what got me to do sex work to begin with is because I wanted to mix the both mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know, if I have the tools and the money, then I could start cosplaying. But unfortunately, <laughs> struggling yeah. right now, but it's, it's okay. Um, I still find a lot of enjoyment because I feel like for me, when I take pictures of myself, I don't want to just um, take pictures because I'm taking pictures. Like I actually want to find like a creative theme to it. And I, I think, um, you probably well you probably obviously see this stuff yeah i'm, but, I'm scrolling um, through so people can have a chance to to see what yeah. we're talking about and like visually see like you know the background like there's a very japanese aesthetic in the background and your hair is colored differently and it's playing off of all those things yeah. right yeah the lighting so i like doing different things and utilizing what i have 
mm-hmm. is and it it became like a hobby at the same time but it's also my job so i was like okay today what am i gonna do i look at, at, at a random chair and i'm like nice you're the prop <laughs> like yeah it will just come up with something over like having nothing at the same time and i think like i found enjoyment in doing that and just doing different aesthetics each time because it fits into the category of me liking so many things that i was like yeah today i'm gonna be a emo scene girl from like 2010 okay tomorrow i'm probably gonna do like a boudoir themed shoot oh and then the day after that e-girl Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're watching the stream, aren't you? Because I'm like literally just scrolling down and like your oh, description. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm actually not. <laughs> your description is like perfectly matching up with what I'm showing people, and no it's <laughs> there's we wavelengths. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> it's literally <Wow>. just exactly. <laughs> you're asking what I do. <laughs> yes. Uh, talking about wavelengths, um, on the side, low, not anymore, but on the low i do tarot readings and spell work and times but stuff like that um for people that are in need and need answers and stuff so Mm -hmm. that's the other side of me (laughs) how'd you get into that uh it's i think that's not it wasn't work for me it was just more so my practice and um, it's been around in my family for some time, and so I kind of got the interest in the like occult and paranormal from a really young age. Mm. And I kind of just <laughs> dive deep into some books and stuff. Yeah, um, it's also how I learned English. Okay, I, wow. Um, by reading, read, ooh, reading <laughs> a lot of occultic uh, books and whatnot. So, yeah that's amazing Um, other side of me is i definitely love anything that's paranormal and will i make that into content one day maybe (laughs) interesting and so i'm showing people uh also your resident evil village cosplay here so this is like i feel like we met before this game came out and you'd been doing some really amazing cosplay up until this and then this came out and I remember like I don't know how you did it or or what what happened but you were literally like so quick to get the content out and this is this will lead into another cracked out you were and I was like she she fucking killed it like she did it quickly and she like she nailed the look I had to literally I saw her and I looked at her features and I was like, that looks like me it's you. but older. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's, it's I just need you. to go get the fucking makeup. She has a titty, she got the nose, she got the I'm like, hold on. Right. <laughs> I need to do this. And so I really honestly it was like whatever I had at home, I kind of put it together really quickly. Mm-hmm. The hat was Amazon. Let me just say that. Hey, Amazon but, for the win, yeah yeah but i really put it just together really quickly and i'm like okay i think this is okay it's not the perfect thing um i don't have any sewing stuff available but this is it and yeah i just took the pictures and yeah yeah it was it was by far like one of the best you know cosplays that i've seen even to this date of you know capturing the essence capturing the look and like the costume the fact that you had this stuff already like lying around the house was like all right dude come on like this is your character <laughs> you know what's crazy about that i haven't played village yet well that's gonna be your next project 
whenever you I, come I'm, back to streaming <laughs> listen listen i i've always thought you see that's you know earlier i was like you know the reason why i want to take on this uh little podcast mm-hmm. is because i want to be more open and i want to just do things instead of saying i will do things you know mm-hmm. and for the longest time like when the game came out and had the cosplay done and all that stuff i'm like i'm gonna stream a village as lady dimitrescu yeah good idea because the ideas are always fucking good it's the commitment that i have issues with <laughs> i got you Mm-hmm. And I can relate to that uh, because this is something that we'll touch on a little bit more later too, but it's really difficult at times to get yourself to justify doing a thing if you yeah. don't know immediately what the result is going to be. Yeah. And I even find that to be an issue with like my own emotes on Twitch. Like I haven't I haven't made new emotes for my channel in so long and I know I need to, I know I should, but I'm like, should I prioritize it now or should I just wait later or like the procrastination kicks in. Well, not even just that, just the, I guess the prioritization of like doing the other okay. things I have to do. I feel like personally, maybe it's a bit of judgment towards myself. I think I've been very, very hard on myself for a long time mm-hmm. and this comes from just me being an artist online like i think i've had such like <laughs> i've had said like i had issues with my art for so long and like people are coming to me and commissioning me and i'm like no it's bad i need to get better and better and better and better thank god um me being toxic like that <laughs> towards myself <laughs> is is like finally disappearing but it's it's still kind of remained and mm. i see that through my other work and i feel like i had like a little um perfectionism problem mm-hmm. i was Same. like i see it differently in my brain so it's not perfect right now but i, I had to fully accept that it's like look people do like your stuff mm-hmm. and it's and you also like your stuff that's why you're creating it mm-hmm. because it it wasn't even about people at the end of the day. It was about myself not liking my stuff. And honestly, that's the most crucial thing. But um, <laughs> usually it's the opposite. Like, oh, no one likes my stuff, blah, blah, blah. For me, it was like, I don't like my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I had to get over that hump. And now it's just like, you know what? People out there like my things. And that means I'm doing something. And so, yeah, let me just do this. And get some feedback obviously i'm gonna get some comments that are probably really hurtful i mean everyone goes through that Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but yeah i just now i'm finally at a place where i'm like fuck it like i'm just gonna do things yeah and if it's bad it's bad if it's good it's good that's a beautiful outlook to have because i've I've just arrived there recently myself too where it's like you know what I, i need to not be afraid if people don't like a thing that I do or if it only gets, you know, five likes or something like I just need to just do it because it's for it is for other people, but it's for me, too. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's backtrack a little bit. I feel like we're having like a really awesome, natural conversation and I'm forgetting about a lot of the questions that I wanted to ask you. (laughs) You're good. 
Uh, I talk a lot. Did I did I forget to mention that? Uh. No, we both talk a lot. So it's a great mix. But also, I didn't even ask you, like, where Rolamix Bast comes from. Like, what's the origin story of the name? Rolamix Bast? Yeah. Um, so, okay. Well, <laughs> this is going to be a tough question for me. Um, okay. Because I... Oh, I'll tell you the story and I'll tell you why it's tough. Okay. Um, so basically, the the original name is Rolum, and um, it came out from some noodles, some lemon, and some pig fat. Okay. So, me and my childhood best friend, we used to be obsessed with uh, graffiti. We wanted to be tattoo artists, mm-hmm. and we also really wanted to do like YouTube videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. And. Um, so we were like trying to like figure out some names. I think we were about like nine, ten when we came up with this. Mm-hmm. But we were we were waiting on his mother's food, and she was cooking up uh, one of our favorite meals while we were brainstorming. And it was rotini noodles with lemon and uh, with pig fat on the side. Um, she's just this Italian lady, mm. <laughs> so she served it up. And we kind of looked at each other and we're like, row for rotini, lem for lemon. I'm like, yeah, mm. yeah, 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 I'm going to stick with that. And we were trying to figure out like the word for pig fat and we're like, lard, lardo. And so lardo. we became row lemon lardo. Um, so that's where it starts. Okay, that's cool. Literally, we want to just draw the artists and make youtube videos at like a really young age um unfortunately he passed away a few days ago actually. oh wow wow uh, sorry to yeah. hear <laughs> yeah so sorry to bring it dark guys but that's the origin of the name and he inspires me and despite what has happened and all that um i want to just continue using this name and live for him mm. I feel that. And that's a that's a really cool origin story for the name though. I, I never knew. Yeah. Um the rest is um mixed. I wanted to like a, it was so stupid. Like I was one of those mixed people that were like, hey guys, I'm mixed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like I'm biracial. Like quirky. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I'm not even biracial. So I was like, hey guys, I'm rolling mix. Uh, so, it's so bad. It's so bad. It was like a little, oh, look, guys, roll a mix bass. And bass was basically like another way to like give a little hint to my background, which is Egyptian. Mm. Um, and that's a deity. And that could also tap in into the spiritual side of things. But maybe we'll ha- we'll save this for another time. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. I-, I love it, though. I mean, there's a there's a depth to the name. It's not just something that you came up with. There's like a, there's a story to it, but it's also nuance and is a little bit of, you know, history behind each mm-hmm. part of it. So that's dope. You know, what's even better is that uh, growing up is that I didn't really know my background or my family's history because there's so many family secrets mm. uh we're all mixed and stuff and so we we took a few dna tests and we found out that my mom is like literally half italian oh wow so we were like huh 
Roll them. It kind of, okay, well, I guess, I guess it makes sense now. <laughs> just rolling with it, so, basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just rolled with it. Like, fucking routine noodles. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fuck it. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, it's interesting. But yes, that's the origin story. That's dope. I love asking this question to guests because you're oftentimes going to get wildly different types of answers sometimes it's something really silly and it's like man i don't know what else to call myself i just had to call myself devour because it's devour <laughs> hour and i play street fighter five like you know the, the, I mean, hey, <laughs> you're devouring shit I, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked earlier about you know the multifaceted aspect of what you do we'll talk about the art some more as well but before we talk about the the visual art specifically, what made you jump into cosplaying? I think it's literally because of art. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. For me, I I love drawing characters. Um, I also have my OCs and stuff that are on my computer that I will never show the world till maybe uh, two three weeks from now. <laughs> okay. Um, it's y'all heard I, it here first. I love... <laughs> <laughs> I love drawing characters, like I, so many ideas and stuff. So the concept of characters and whatnot, and like wh whether it has to be anime or video games or whatever it may be, um, like I found interest in that right away. And I'm like, you know, it's kind of like instead of doing digital art, drawing onto paper, I'm just drawing on myself and making myself look like the character, or I could come up with like my own characters. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what got me into cosplay. Okay, that's dope. And what was your first ever cosplay project? You mentioned your own characters, mentioned characters that you liked. It was Two Face from Batman. Ooh! All right. I was like 15 years old. I unfortunately don't have the pictures of the suit that I had. Okay. But I do have. I think I do have a picture of the makeup that I did. Okay. And. I did that makeup in like 30 minutes what? <laughs> and I was like so invested. I'm like, damn, two face. I like the little coin. Uh, I was, I was really hyped about it. Um, but I'm not a big Batman fan, which is crazy. I just, I really like the character. Yeah. So I was literally just scrolling down to see if I can find the picture on your Instagram. Um, probably not. <laughs> wasn't able to find it, but uh, I saw Velma at least. It's probably the the longest one furthest back, I should say. Yeah, it's probably one of the oldest ones. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, if if anything, Velma would be like the first OG where it's like, okay, I actually bought some stuff. Like, oh look, guys, I'm Velma. <laughs> yeah. I should probably revamp that. I mean, I wouldn't be mad to. I don't think anyone would be mad to see like a, a new Velma. I wouldn't be mad either. <laughs> Shit, I'm thinking about the red latex <laughs> Scooby Doo movie. Hey yo, hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm here. We're we're listen. The collective community is here for it. All hail Velma in the red latex suit. <laughs> oh hell. <laughs> <laughs> what was your so you you mentioned Two-Face and you did like a quick makeup thing for that um mm -hmm. I've grown to like have a, such a deep appreciation for makeup in general not just from like you know trying to make you know uh you know gory cosmetics but also just like emphasizing humans and 
you know, doing different fun things with that. So I have a, a lot of respect for the art of, of makeup. Um, it's but, funny because I was never into makeup, but it's FX and like gory makeup that got me into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like as of recently, I've learned how to actually <laughs> do makeup. So it's crazy because it transitioned to someone who never put makeup would just like toss in like some quick eyeliner to, oh my God, I really like these gory like characters. I want to, I want to make my face look all fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I actually kind of do like makeup. All right. Let's try this. Yeah. 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 My wife is the same way. So she doesn't, well, she doesn't wear makeup. Every once in a blue moon, I'll like look and she'll still put something on. Like you did something to it, but like she, the the pictures that y'all be seeing of my wife, y'all like that's just how she looks. So, you know, I I again like I appreciate the art of of makeup because I know it's also complicated. Like it's mm-hmm. it's not just you know put eyeliner on and that's it for her. That's all mm-hmm. she has to do. But like <laughs> there's also like this a, a whole process of finding foundation finding you know contour colors that work with that foundation and with your skin and you know heaven forbid if you get a tan like that changes everything (laughs) don't gotta remind me twice (laughs) um see that's the thing i i appreciate still just doing eyeliner and that's it because Mm -hmm. um day to day i'm not someone who wears makeup at all Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm actually someone who just uh, I like to call it the gremlin run, where messy ass hair, beehive in the back of my head. Um, <laughs> I got no makeup on, got some glasses, sweatpants and a sweater. That's me 24 mm-hmm. seven. And I feel like the only times that I do put makeup is when I get to do photo shoots and take pictures, cosplay. Like that's where I bring the creativity out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I only put makeup when I do pictures or if I'm going out, which is sometimes, but most times I don't even put makeup when I go out. So Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I'm going to uh put up some gameplay of one of your uh one of your last streams up in the background. Uh-oh. Uh, while we <laughs> while we continue talking. That way they have a little the last song. game I played. What was it? Was Overwatch. It, Overwatch? it was Overwatch. Oh, <laughs> when was the last time you played Overwatch? That last time I played Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm I didn't sick. get into Overwatch 2, okay? I was so mad. I'm like, no one is trying the game. And it's Overwatch 2 for me. And <laughs> Despite I, the hate that Overwatch got, I yes. actually really fucking love that game. But you know, I yeah, still no. love Overwatch as a game. I just, you know, obviously all the stuff the that happened at Blizzard and yeah, things, yeah, it's, it's really hard to to work up the fortitude to to play it. Even though I also I, think about the people who actually worked on it, though, when yeah. I do play it. Yeah. I, it, I have like both scales. I'm like, ew, fuck Blizzard. Yeah, yes. I said it. Fuck Blizzard. Yes. And then the other side, it's like, oh, but all these people worked on it and they're innocent and then uh, like they deserve like you know. Yeah, yeah. They, they worked really hard on this game. Like you can tell. Um, you know, there's a, there's, yeah. there's an overwhelming amount of love put into this game, and 
you know, unfortunately it's, it's marred by a lot of the, the, the issues, but I don't know. I also think that's a really good point that you made is that there's a lot of people who are on the development team who didn't partake in that, who, you know, just want to make really amazing stuff and have a, a good life, you know, get paid for what they do. Yeah. So I definitely did get mad though. Like I will say I had like a little diva figurine that I, I definitely broke. Oh, <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> Uh, well, you, you know what? It's the deal one was expensive too. It is what it is. Because I have, I have two. I have the. Uh, actually, I have four. God damn! I, I don't. Well, I don't have the big one. I have like the super small one. Okay, I'm about to say that yeah. shit was expensive. What do you mean? No, 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 no. <laughs> not the big fucking statue. De- I wish I had that, but no. Shit, add that to your your uh, wish list. I'm sure somebody somebody in chat will be like, "Hey, listen." I got. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, like anything that I want for my wish list, to be honest, is like Bills. things that could help me for cosplays. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. You know, like any material source or whatever for work, because it's not it's not cheap. I was talking about financial stuff early. It is not cheap. When people yeah. like, hey, can you cosplay this? I'm like, hey, can you can can you fund? Because uh, I wish I could. I really wish I could. Yeah, but I, but I can't. All right, look, I'm, real quick, I just have to address the chat because y'all coming out the mouth real crazy. I do not like Bastion. I hate Bastion. Are you kidding me? Are they saying they like Bastion? Yes, because they know that I don't like that motherfucker. Hello? Yo. Excuse me? I, are you a Bastion lover? No. Okay, I was about to say. I was like, we're going to cut this podcast off right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. I feel like I actually make fun of it. Whenever I see someone like pull out Bastion, I'm like, oh, they throw Bastion. Oh, how cute. Oh, how cute. Like, you can't play the game. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Fuck that. I, I actually, I never understood like just sitting there and like, no, I can't. I can't. You know, we like I said, we're aligned in a lot of ways. This is that shit I'm talking about. Every time I see Bastion on cam on stream, especially anytime I see him, I was like, I don't care what the objective is, I don't care what we're I'm supposed to be doing. I'm killing Bastion, and that's just it. <laughs> like I could die fifty I times. You. I don't care. Do I'm killing that motherfucker. <laughs> no, I you're going in though. Play. You're doing really well. Y'all, y'all teams are pushing. Steve's and everything. Listen, y'all make sure you follow Rolamex. Follow her on Instagram, follow her on Twitter, follow her on Twitch, because I know she's going to be making some more content on Twitch soon, too. You guys can't see me, but I'm doing, like, peace signs, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, you know, what's up? What's good with Papa? What's Papa, you know, man? Oh, all right. So this this also leads to another question, talking about, you know, social media, talking about you know, the process of becoming a cosplayer and a, and a sex worker mm-hmm. and like making everything, the content, right? What point did you realize that what you were doing was like, people were really resonating with you? Oh, um, I think for me, I, I've never really like fit in with anybody. Mm. Um, I feel like I don't belong and I still do even though I have a lot of close people to me um, Simply because it, it just traces back to like the other communities that I jump in and out in and out from like back to back to back um, But I think I guess what resonated with me would be 
simply that we like the same thing. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or struggles that we all collectively go through. That's definitely a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Especially for POC and disabled uh, creators. Mm-hmm. I have found my place in people that, you know, go through the same thing as I do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where I resonate the most. Mm. And do you talk a lot about, you know, the disability? Do you talk a lot about, um, you know, the stuff that you've kind of struggled with in the past? Or is, is a lot of that more private or is it kind of in between? In between, I feel like whenever I tell people, they don't take me seriously. Mm. Um, especially because I'm not, you know, it's not visible. It's not like I'm in a wheelchair or I'm missing an arm or something. Like, mm-hmm. I think people do not take disability seriously if they cannot see it. And um, that's true. I struggle every fucking day, <laughs> mm-hmm. every fucking day to even just get off and get out of bed and like try and keep up with like people that are like already on it and doing content and da 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 it's like i don't want to be competitive but i have to be on the same energy in order to bring clients in and it's really fucking annoying when you have like a, a brick thrown at you like hey well wait yeah <laughs> you got this shit going on your back hurting ah it's 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 definitely because of your boobs right like uh, <laughs> yes here we go again here we go yeah um, the reason why I bring this up is because I have bone problems and mm. so when I hear comments every fucking day of hey, uh, does your back hurt um yeah yeah, yeah it does but yeah. it's 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 not because of these fucking meat sacks that are on the the front of my fucking body yeah. it's more like my bones are like <laughs> dying yeah <laughs> so, uh, it's it's pretty interesting to bring that up and they're like oh no you know it's fine and have all sorts of comments like that too and it's like yeah oh maybe you should exercise it's like oh really it's at least like i've tried that and wow. i am yeah there's just all kinds of things and you do and exercise I, yeah. <laughs> like, the thing. before covid i was at the gym like almost every fucking day <laughs> yeah yeah um I just gain weight really quick and I lose it really quick. Mm. And just, yeah, it's just, it is what it is. If people see gain weight on you, they're like, oh, you don't exercise. It's like, uh, okay. I I mass (laughs) body mass very quickly. That's just what it is. Yeah. And um, just fucking COVID did its thing. Like in Canada, they shut down everything. Like gyms weren't open for two years. Mm hmm. So it was really difficult. Like people were like, oh, just do home exercises. I'm like, the only way I got around with losing weight and being like active and stuff is because I had assisted weights, which helps me a lot. Mm. When I try and like do like, you know, just like regular like dumbbells or like weights at home and stuff, it fucking hurts because I can't keep my back straight or my body straight and be in a good position and obviously if you're in a bad position while you're working out like you can you're hurt fuck yourself. yourself up yeah. yeah i've hurt myself by trying like i literally shifted my rib cage to the point that i couldn't fucking breathe and i had what? to go to the hospital for it it was so bad but people Damn. don't talk about that <laughs> people don't talk about that like oh you just exercise at home it's fine it's like okay but what if 
what if you're disabled and you try and do that and then you fuck yourself up by just trying to be proactive and healthy and whatever and mm -hmm. then you end up in the hospital because you're like oh, i can't breathe it's yeah. fucking through my lungs like that's literally what happened i am so sorry that happened to you but i'm also uh thankful first of all that you know you're okay um but thankful that you have at least the opportunity to tell a little bit of this the stuff that we don't necessarily get to hear about like we have a, yeah. a, a relationship like a, a friendship outside of content creation where like i could ask you that thing but yeah. not everyone has access to be able to like you know know what's really been going on so first of all just like thank you for for sharing and for giving your time to kind of let us in on some of that um but also i i feel like sorry yeah yeah go ahead <laughs> i just feel like um i'm not the only one that's for sure mm -hmm. and you know i don't the thing i hate the most is when people feel alone and what they're struggling through so if someone out there hears this and they're like oh yeah like i'm going through this like i, I at least want them to feel validated mm -hmm. and yeah that's, that's about it yeah no that's real and i, I you know it's really easy for people to kind of sit in the back and say this that and a third and and if they don't know the context of anything like they'll just kind of let that be the case i don't know just this, yeah. there's a lot of like really um interesting perspective and backstory behind a lot of the people that we see on social media and beyond um more than just what they are sharing on the surface so yeah you know, i think I think there's a uh, there's two sides to that on social media. There's definitely people who overshare. <laughs> yes. Um, and like a part of me is okay with that. Whatever, it's your own thing. It's your own page. Do whatever. The other part of me is just like, man, no one needed to know that. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, it's like, well, maybe it is. It's a cry for help. You know. True. You know, more yeah. often than not, I I try to look at stuff like that as like you know they're doing stuff to humanize themselves so that people from the outside aren't just assuming that everything is perfectly peachy in their life right like yeah you know you could be wealthy but still have things that are bothering you or still you know real issues that are oh definitely you, you know yeah um, i feel like people just don't like talking about their issues because it kind of destroys their image or something but i i think that's where I'm at hands with it's like just try and build I would say your ego off of like who you truly are mm. um, if you got some things going on just let it be known mm -hmm. um, or if you personally don't feel like sharing it let people think whatever the fuck they want to think about you because that's not your problem at the end of the day right so yeah I I'm very like left or right I always stay in the middle and kind of look at both things and I'm like okay <laughs> yeah yeah it's finding that balance and we're, we're going to talk about balance soon too uh before i talk about balance before I, this is this is great by the way um you talked about resonating talked about like talking with and you know in uh talking about just like the stuff that happens in your life right and how mm -hmm. you resonate with people and just the realness of that when do you feel that like you're you notice that like you were becoming popular like oh shit like people are paying attention now to be honest 
I numbers to me is not a thing. Right. <laughs> right. Like I don't I don't really realize until I see the perception that people have on me mm-hmm. and it shocks me each time because I'm just here like I'm just I'm just a person. <laughs> I'm just me. <laughs> Hello? Who's who's paying attention? I don't I don't know what's <laughs> going on. <laughs> So even even hearing this question, I'm a bit like, wait, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it's it's a good place to be because, you know, you can still stay humble about it. But, you know, there's still an aspect where you have to recognize, OK, yes, like we don't I don't like using the word influencer either because it, it feels like such an icky word. But mm-hmm. it, at the end of the day, like you do have a following, you do have people who who specifically like come on the platform on Instagram or Twitter to like check out what you're doing. Right. there's there's this presence that you have and you know never change by the way like (laughs) you don't need me to tell you that but still like never change your your approach actually i'm I'm gonna correct you on that i feel like we always have to change yes i feel like changing like accepting change throughout life is what you need um but good change (laughs) right so when i say don't change like still keep this sensibility of, of humbleness and like you know the, the the idea that you still don't see yourself as that as as this big influence like keeping that aspect I really don't. yeah like keeping that aspect <laughs> of your personality will help anyone not just you but anyone like stay grounded and realize like yes you know i have a i have importance in some way but that doesn't mean that like i'm more important than you right it doesn't mean yeah. that my I'm I am a a better person than you because I have blah blah blah. And oh my god, that okay, actually that irritates me so. The, yes, there are people out there who do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I have all these followers. I'm fucking better than you. Oh, my money's better. I'm better than you. <laughs> so what are you talking about? This is a platform that some people created. Oh. <laughs> It's like look at the numbers like flexing on people it's like but are you actually a good person if you're flexing on people like that right like it's, it's normal to like flex for yourself like oh my god look at me versus like ben but mm. when you're flexing on people as in general i find that so gross so cringe yeah <laughs> like literally shivering right now and i feel like once you know now that we're getting back into the rhythm of like getting people at, at events and seeing people in person again and we talked about mm-hmm. it a little bit earlier before we went live about like you know we were at the me and my wife were at that uh that event yesterday or yeah. on saturday and like you know some some guy came to our table and like literally asked us nothing about our table and just kind of went on and on about themselves like yeah. sometimes people forget that like we're not you know people aren't brick walls they aren't mirrors like there's a back and forth exchange that's supposed to happen <laughs> Sometimes it's, a, it does it's it. just a very typical uh, projection <clears throat> method. Uh, basically, <laughs> people want to feed their ego. You know, um, I feel like when they just talk about themselves and over and over again. Like sometimes I catch myself and I'm like, God damn, shut the fuck up! Like, <laughs> let the other person talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's unfortunate but i feel like what you were saying earlier about um people uh basically like being shut down from the world and stuff like they just want to talk about themselves and themselves only mm-hmm. yeah and it's pretty ironic because we're doing an interview about me right now so 
Right. Well, uh, yes, it is ironic. I'm going to switch it on you. I'm going to switch it on you. Don't. Mm. That's funny. (laughs) But at the end of the day, you know, the the interview, this is the invitation, right? To to, to allow us to get an inside look at you. And my method in life. Sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <You're good. laughs> this is good though, because you were you were a little shy about being on the show at first. <laughs> Listen, it's the ADHD. I'm blaming it on that. Uh, <laughs> what was I saying? I okay, my method in life is to wait for an invitation. Mm, yes. Um, yeah. I think inviting myself is not something I want to do. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I'm going to say this now, uh, for all of my friends, people that I know, people that I've done things with, if you want to do something with me or be on the podcast and you, I just haven't reached out to you about being on yet, like, it's okay. Like, you can ask if, if we can come onto the show and do it because it's nine times out of 10 is going to be yes. Um, especially if we're friends, right? Like i know you and i and sometimes i forget that i haven't had people on the show so like dj knight for example we're supposed to have him on a show like two weeks ago uh, Mm -hmm. but time shit happened um we have been friends for like six years five years and we've been really close during that time as well and i have not had him on my show because i we had done all these other products together and I realized a month ago that I never had him on my podcast. And he, you know, he, it was the same thing. He didn't want to ask to be on a podcast, but if I had asked him, he would have. And I just, it never fucking occurred to me that like my brother, who we've done all, all this other stuff. We've been on panels together. We've, we've done a show together. We've done, you know, this, that, and third together. I've never had him on my own podcast. Same thing with technique. Never had him on my podcast. We did chocolate thunder together. So you really realize those conversations I bring up other stuff, huh? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. it kind of goes full circle, really. It really does. But hey, the invitation is there now. So mm. if you guys want to be on the podcast, don't just say yes. Yes. Try and like settle this up. You know, like be specific with the time. If you can't show up try and do another day but don't say no then <laughs> exactly exactly yeah exactly not once not not a one not <laughs> once i haven't had just nuts on a podcast we've been on the chocolate thunder podcast together i've never had you nuts on the the podcast so it, it's crazy I, i'm slipping i'm clearly slacking and need to be better so i will Sir Nuts is waiting for his Nuts FM. Nuts FM. Nuts from yes. Nuts from. You understand. You fucking understand. We talked a little bit about seeing people in person and the interactions of that. What was your favorite convention experience? My favorite cons were definitely Comic Con, but like in Montreal because that's where I'm from. Okay. But um. I guess for me, it would have to literally be the packs where I met you. Oh, was it because you met me? Is it bad if I say no? Damn. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> well, no, but I will, I will say I'm fortunate for that moment because I really needed someone to talk to in that very moment. <laughs> yeah, well, honestly, I'm glad that I found you when I did during that night. Oh I, my god, I was so like, fuck the world. <laughs> yeah, I, I sensed that a little bit. I was like, hey. 
You good? <laughs> I was like, I'm like, who the fuck is calling me? I look up, I'm like, is that? Oh, <laughs> like, I was shocked out of my mind. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. That was so funny. It was, it was a good, like, I like that moment. I love, I live for moments like that because it always sticks in my head. Like, I, I will forever remember that. And I, I, I enjoyed that because it was my first vacation with my best friend ever. Um, little he, did you guys know, I was 21. So. Oh, I actually didn't know that. So, wait, you were, you were fresh into the, you know, being yeah. able to drink. I didn't know that. No, 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 no. And, and no, not at all. Okay. Um, <laughs> In Quebec, it's 18 and plus. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So I came to the States in time to whatever. Yeah. But uh, it wasn't my first rodeo, obviously. But yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, you're holding together pretty well for this being your first time. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah, that was at the the, um, Polish party. Yes. 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 And so I want to, oh. I want to ask you, oh, dude, yeah. that was a lot. We, yeah, I drank a lot that night too. Oh, <laughs> I we all did. Remember how many drinks? <laughs> we were all trash. <laughs> <laughs> all of us. Um, okay. So that was, I think when I first met you, it was, it was you, Yodu Strix, shout out to Yodu Strix. It was Mav Attack, shout out to Mav. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, by the way, I, I assume that y'all are like super public about everything. Y'all are married now. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. How long have y'all known <laughs> yeah. each other be- prior to that PAX? So prior to that PAX, we've known each other since 2018. Okay. Yes, <laughs> beginning of 2018. Okay, yeah. so it was only a year at that point that y'all knew each other. Yeah, yeah, but we got close really quickly. Yeah. Like we just connected and uh we were friends uh friend zoning each other. Um <laughs> That's it, was, it was a pretty quick connection. I mean, when you just meet that person, you don't even know why like you're so like attached to them. Like it just mm-hmm. happens so quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um and I could I can relate to that too. Um I won't speak too much about myself because this is your interview, but I met my wife through No, Tinder. you speak about yourself. Go on. Let's hear it. <laughs> Let's hear it. I met my wife through Tinder, actually. So okay. uh, one of my best friends convinced me after months of trying to convince me to like make a Tinder account. And I was like, fine, whatever. And I didn't want to do it because it was another one of those cases of like, you know, what if no one likes me? What if it's just like with the social media things, like what if I make this thing and no one cares? Like, yeah. I, I had to just not have fear and just be like, all right, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to figure out how the algorithms work to like, you know, make sure I don't have any pictures of fish on a boat and some shit, <laughs> which I've seen a lot of uh, looking at other people's. Um, oh, my God. I have stories from my friends. Oh man, I, I want to hear. I want to hear that. Uh, uh, but I, I remember vividly that I got a notification that someone swiped right on me, and I looked at the mm-hmm. picture. I'm like, "Who's this cutie?" And I literally I don't even remember swiping right on her. It just popped like the way that it popped up. It was a surprise to me because I'm like, "I'm about to swipe right on her." 
but I had already it happened for a reason. It happens for a reason. I already apparently I already mm-hmm. did. It must have been like when I first made the account, and you know, she finally got to my account and swiped right. And I remember like, all right, cool. I'm gonna go on this date. Let's just see how it goes. The first few people I were talking to, just like. I don't know what they were doing on there. It felt like they were just on there just to kind of dick around, not even like meet and hang out or like meet people. It was just to just to exist on the platform. Um, so we meet, and I was just like, "She's pretty cool." I just I'm gonna just keep doing this and see what happens. And like it literally, just like you said, like we just connected, and conversations just easily flowed, and we just kept talking and talking and talking. Uh, to the point where our second date, we went to a wine tasting event and uh, the people uh, at the event, like organizing it, were like, hey, uh, you know, every once in a while when we do these events, if we see, you know, people who who are really cute couples, we want to see them again, take pictures and stuff like that. Here's this gift card to come back and what drink is, more alcohol. Okay, that is such like some anime, like, fucking, like sounds oh fucking God, made so- up. It's so no, but it's so cute. It's so cute. Yeah, and that was our second date. And I looked at her and I was like, "Huh." <laughs> so other people see this too. Okay. Like, oh, I guess we're oh. Okay. I guess we're a thing. And it just it just um. kind of rolled into we just, we rolled into the relationship, and so we had a conversation like, "Hey." I'm not dating anyone else right now. If you are, like, I get it because, you know, we haven't made a decision about it. What do you feel about? And she was like, I'm not dating anyone. And mm-hmm. let's do it. So from then on, it was just that was that was history. It's really when people start seeing both of you like as something, it's like, oh, is it really something? Like, I don't like uh, really. Like, I don't see you. <laughs> like, are you for real? Well, I'm just exi- um, I'm just existing, and we're just existing. Yeah, oh, that's no, but that's actually really cute. I'm happy you told us your story. Yeah, I haven't you know told the full story to everyone yet. I, I um. You know, I don't think people expect to find the love of their life on on Tinder. <laughs> uh, I don't think people expect like the love of your life on the internet in general or anything. Yeah, and it's interesting too because like the internet is all around us at this point. Like where we yeah. we exist within the internet and outside of it. So it doesn't it doesn't seem so far fetched then that you can find love on the internet. I mean, people say all the time, like, oh, aren't you worried? You know, something's going to happen long distance. I'm like, something could happen in short distance. What are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> like, I've, I've had my experience. So, like, hey, yeah. it no. It doesn't mean that everything is perfect if you're, like, always there with the person. Yeah, no, definitely not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, re- I guess I really lucked out nuts. I heard so many bad experiences from Tinder. I've heard... I've heard good and bad experiences from Tinder for show, but I guess it kind of goes to show that like it's all what you make of it, right? Yeah. Uh, for us, uh, oh, go for it. I, I was literally about to say enough about me. What about you? Well, I was just gonna say that um, for us, like it started like really friendly. Like we were just actually just friends, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and he reached out to me to be his artist mm. and at 
the time, like, I wasn't really on Twitter like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to post my art. I deleted most of it by now. But <laughs> um, I, I was just like, who the fuck is messaging me? You know, like, I don't really receive DMs and shit. And it's because I, uh, I made, like, some art for Corey Kenshin. Mm-hmm. And I was pretty much drawing, like, whoever, like, cosplayer that I was inspired by or whoever I was watching on YouTube or whatever. And it just happened to be Corey, and I posted that on Twitter. I'm like, hey, I did this for you. <laughs> and um, I, I don't even know if he remembers. But <laughs> anyway, it's funny how the world works, because he found me through that. Mm-hmm. And um, he hit me up, and he was, he was like, yo, I really love your art, blah, blah, blah. Like, I want to commission you. And I was just sitting here like, <laughs> commissions? <laughs> me? <laughs> was that your first <laughs> like, commission? Well, it wasn't my first commission, but I was very nervous because that was at the time where it was like very judgmental about my art. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, kind of like, uh, 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 yeah, are you sure? Like, I want to perfect <laughs> it. And then it kept dragging on and mm-hmm. on. And, you know, at some point I was like, you know, I don't, I don't think I want to take this on at this moment. And we just like kicked it off and became friends like instantly. Um, and then realized how different we are, but how much of the same we are. Mm. And it just, it ended up like with us talking to each other every single fucking day. Like I was like, yo, this dude, my best friend, I haven't even met him yet. Um, met at PAC, you know, mm-hmm. still not together, just friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it was very cordial. Then, like I got that vibe, you know, from everyone yeah. who was there. We were all just chilling and hanging out. Yep. And then around October, November, that's when we start talking. Pretty much the rest of his history. Like it just like it clicked so well. Um, and I never thought that I would find my person in another country and in another coast. Right. So, yeah. It's funny how the world works. That's really fucking interesting, but it yeah. happened and right now I'm in the States. Hey, hello. Hey yo. <laughs> Um, okay, so we talked about favorite con experience, talked about, you know, your connection to Mav and, and how that kind of evolved and blossomed into what it is today, which is beautiful. I'm so uh, excited that y'all found each other because once, you know, I had known Mav before already. And then once I met you and hung out with you, I was like, all right, this makes a lot of sense. The two of them together. I like that. I like this. Uh, shout out to Just Nuts. He said from art commission to heart mission. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. You may call it a heart attack, but anyway. Um. um, so we discussed earlier kind of the trajectory of the content that you make overall, whether it's the visual arts, the cosplay, the sex work. Um what do you feel I'm not even going to ask specifically about the sex work or lewd content. What do you feel has been your biggest challenge you faced making any content? Consistency. Mm. And I say that because as a person of color, you need to be a lot more consistent than the norm. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I, I mean, we could all agree. <laughs> like, I, I feel like if I just post like one little picture he he ha ha it's not gonna work like i really need to up everything like i have to do more than a norm like it goes back to the disabilities and like having those is the word hindrances no afflictions um, what those what is the word when you have like uh 
like something going like in a video game and um you're the character and something happens status <laughs> effects uh my analogy is fucked right now um <laughs> fuck. I, um i would say either afflictions or status effects or uh hard mode Hard mode. mode. I don't. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I, I'm trying. Like a defect. Like I'm trying to look for the word. Def- um, debuff. Thank you, debuff. Yeah, thank you, nuts. Appreciate debuff. it. Debuff. Thank you. He always answers for me. He does. He's like, here, here you go, Roland. Here, here's the word. You fucking French fuck. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Like having a debuff and having to do more with the debuff mm-hmm. is insanity. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, it's not. Oh, I feel like some people can just get away with taking one picture and that's it. But when you're, when you're queer, when you're disabled and you're a person of color, it's like, what now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what do I have to do to get on the same fucking level when I have all these fucking debuffs? <laughs> and. It's just, I, I think what I realized was doing more. And I do this thing where I sometimes post like a hundred pictures in a day. Yeah, I'm scrolling through and seeing like there's there's a bunch of different variations and pictures, but it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like it's slapped together though. And I yes. think that's the difference. So I think for me, what this is my little technique, I guess, is I've given myself a challenge and sometimes I fail at my challenges, Mm -hmm. but I've given myself the challenge in order to motivate myself. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a hundred pics today and I'm going to do that tomorrow. And then I'm going to get to a certain number on my OnlyFans. And I think my goal right now is to get to at least 10,000 pictures. And after that, it's going to go bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and it motivates me because it's like, shit, like how many different styles is there? Like how many fucking cosplays and lingerie and all kinds of fucking stuff that I can do. Mm-hmm. And I kind of stick to the same theme. <clears throat> now, mm-hmm. obviously we can't show the stuff like on <laughs> the stream, but um, listen, if we ain't trying to get banned out here, then we, yeah, well, <laughs> listen, there's a, there's a section of the discord that I shared with y'all that has her only fans. Y'all can go there, check that out. Uh, and you can follow me on Fansly for free as well. Fansly for free. You know what I'm saying? Go support the fam, the Fansly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was to answer your question, it's definitely consistency. And I feel like every content creator, it doesn't matter what you do, has issues with that. Mm-hmm. Um, even if, like, you know, you're neurotypical and it's just putting it out there is already draining because there's already so many things to do for only one thing mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so if you're an artist let's say there's the initial uh, there's a sketch there's well there's a draft there's the sketch there's the initial sketch there's the flat colors there's the shading the lighting the na 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 and then it's like okay you make after that right and then it's like okay i've got the art done i'm gonna post it on social media I gotta put. I gotta find the fucking tags and stuff. I gotta communicate with people, all that stuff. And it goes the same thing for like I don't know YouTubers. Same fucking shit. Like all the editing and like the the graphics and it's fucking insanity. <laughs> like the 
the filming, the recording session, like it's just like that for anything you choose, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I can I can relate to, to every single bit of that and Oh I know. <laughs> yeah. It's it's I haven't posted any art in a while too, and I really should because um you know, everyone who at home, y'all may not know or realize or understand the labor of love that this <laughs> this uh this comic book here has been. But I finished the comic book finally. I teased oh. and talked about it for years and uh lost progress on it twice during the process of making this. So like I've literally made three comic books <laughs> um in the time that it took to make this one. And, and here's the thing, while you're making comic books, there's the other shit going on because <laughs> we're multifaceted. <laughs> so right. it's like, oh, you know, I'm gonna I'm doing this podcast with Roland. All right. Um, and then I have to draw uh, <clears throat> okay, now I gotta do like this graphic design uh, like now I gotta put all the graphics yeah. together for today's show. And I also have uh three other large profile commissions that I'm doing for an education oh, company no. <laughs> in the next few weeks. And then I have commissions that I'm doing for people and I have the next issue I have to work on. I have my emotes. Mm -hmm. I have my channel refresh that I still haven't done. I have to re-edit my website and I'm it's also re-entering like the regular workspace. Um, so I'm looking at some contract positions for, you know, year, six months and stuff like that. So it's, okay. um, I'm overwhelmed. Yes. <laughs> but I know it's going to lead to really good things, but I your boy is tired. Yeah. I think I think it was one of your questions because I like peaked the questions, right? About mm -hmm. burnout. Mm-hmm. Um I think a lot of people tend to be like, Oh, but just take a break, you know, we all deserve breaks and they'll under no one understands mm -hmm. you come back and it's all like it's zero again like you have to fucking get back on that fucking stupid grind again mm -hmm. and i think you need to get to a certain point to be able to just like peace them out like without saying a word even though i i think you shouldn't be doing that <laughs> but um i i think you should pace yourself obviously mm -hmm. but i wouldn't i wouldn't have someone tell me to take a break because i know how far i can go and how much i can do versus what you know about me you know and i feel like it's like that for everyone like everyone yeah. has their own pace yeah their own threshold for like what what is just actually too much yeah and some people like endurance fuck i do <laughs> <laughs> and you know this is something that I will probably have Mav to talk about more because he ended up taking a break, uh, mm -hmm. a pretty long break, right? It was like almost a year, if not more, right? A year and a half, I think. It's I'm, all kind of a haze. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, COVID obviously kind of fucked everything up with that, but um, yeah. I ended up taking like two months off. Um, was it last year? It was last year. And I still haven't fully recovered from that, like, Yep. I don't fully care that much about having my numbers be as high as possible anymore like I used to, but it's noticeable. And like it I hasn't think... gotten back to how it used to be, like 70, 80, 100 per stream type right. of thing. I think what, because uh, I know a lot of uh, creators go through this, like they kind of, like if they step away, 
and they see the numbers fluctuate, it like hits them hard, right? It's like, mm -hmm. oh, the support's not there anymore, question mark. Mm -hmm. But I, I, for seeing it happen to a lot of my friends and stuff, I think personally, um, the numbers obviously don't matter. I think you just need to find new creative ways to get yourself out there and get again, because honestly, content creation is the new nine to five. And it's, it's, I think that it's not, it's not a good place for people who have either depression, anxiety, or ADHD, BPD, whatever it may be. I feel like we stress ourselves a lot and we don't really fit in with the quota. Mm -hmm. Um, especially like like a nine of like i've had multiple nine to fives but like even having a nine to five was difficult for me because having to like stress myself three hours before i actually went to work because i i knew that i couldn't wake up in time to go get to work and stuff because i know that it takes me three to four hours i would i was fucking tired mm -hmm. like i had to wake up so early and there's this joke that goes around the ADHD community where it's like, uh-oh, you have a 3 p.m. appointment. What are you going to do? <laughs> um, it was so stressful to keep up with that. And then, you know, you kind of get into content creation. It's like, fuck, this is 25-8. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, it's 25-8. It's like, am I really built for it? I feel like it is built for it. But at the same time, like, it's starting to, like, tip, tip slowly to the nine to five because everyone's starting to do it now yes yes I, i've definitely noticed a shift in overall intensity in in this field in this environment and like it was already bad enough for us especially you know being poc like having mm -hmm. to work that much harder to get noticed but now it's like even the the people who typically didn't have to work that hard to get noticed now have to do more because the overall landscape of content consumption is different now like oh yeah <laughs> there are more people spreading their time in different places as opposed to centralized and like you know just twitter and, and, and twitch or youtube now it's like it's tiktok now it's instagram reels yep. now it's it's yep. everything yep yeah covid birthed a whole new influx of content creators just like not said it it, it changed everything it really did and i feel like people like it's unfortunate for people that have been in the game for some time because it, it fucked with all of you mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. like this was our community like we were used to it and then a bunch of new people came in and was like who, who the fuck are all y'all like huh? yeah um and i mean before i was doing like uh only fans fansly and whatever i may be doing now <laughs> yeah um I, like i was part of the art community for a long time and the way it was before it was it was cool you know like mm -hmm. and then the algorithm starts fucking up on instagram like it's the algorithm my money mm -hmm. oh my god and then i'm like okay well let me just uh post on twitter and i mean that's what i did and that's you know the full story what i have and all that but mm -hmm. um it's just it's like we had no place to go and then now like with covid it's like artists are like going insane like content creators have been in it going insane like yeah it's it's tough and fighting against a robot is not it that's the part it's the it's it's not even just the fact that there are that many more people like creating 
it's the, it's the algorithms that came into play once that happened that just like ruined yeah. it. Like even to this, even now, like going onto Twitter, your notifications are no longer your notifications. You're seeing posts from other people in your yeah. notifications, and it's like now it's that much harder for me to like see when someone's actually interacting with me. Yeah. Fuck you, Twitter, for doing that. By the way, <laughs> like. Fuck you can I, for that. Can I just talk about like how ugly Instagram is with the fucking reels popping up on the timeline now? It's almost all like, reels now. Yeah, now I'm just like, well, fuck it. I guess I just have to make videos now. Hey, look at me. I'm doing my e-girl dance. Dun, dun, dun. They're like, whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's literally it. They, they, I guess they oh, feel threatened by God. TikTok. This reminds me of something I want to bring up because we're talking about algorithm and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of fucking people are complaining about sex workers using the tag anime or Pokemon or stuff like that. And I'll tell you why we're using it. It's because we're fucking getting banned. We're getting ghost bans. Like, no one can find our shit anymore. Mm -hmm. And literally the only way we could get our stuff out there is by using the weirdest fucking tags. Like, do you think we actually want to be like... Hey guys, look at my milky anime titties. Uh, no. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> no, listen, listen, listen. I may be a quarter Japanese and maybe slightly racist towards myself, but uh, um. Listen, bring, bring, hearing, the, bring the what was it? The mommy milkers. There we go. Bring 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 them out. Bring them out. That's what you got to do. Oh my god! But that's the thing. Like we have to use like keyword tags, and yeah. so. That's why we often see like sex workers in the anime tag or Pokemon is because it's like literally that's what we have to use. That's all the algorithm uh, responds to anymore. Literally. Yeah. No, I get it. And and uh, it sucks that there are people who get annoyed about it but mm -hmm. aren't really looking at the bigger picture of like why they have to do it now because like uh, I think what irritates me the most is when like, oh, this stupid bitch knows nothing about anime, and then it's like, why the fuck Excuse are you being? Excuse me. Stop. First of all, <laughs> you, Stop. especially in our age group of of like, uh, well, not even age group, but especially in this era of uh -huh. existence, like it's really harder to find someone who doesn't like anime than it oh does to find someone yeah. who does. So, so people are kind of forgetting that like how. And games too. The same thing with video games. Like video games uh -huh. and anime have become so popular that they're now just a part of pop culture. It's not just a subset anymore. I literally had this conversation with a friend earlier today where uh, he was talking about like, well, we were talking about like us, like how we used to get bullied about like playing video games or watching anime and stuff like that. Like how it wasn't the norm before, but like now everyone's into it. And it's not bad because fuck yeah, like now we could just be comfortable with like, you know, just partaking into the things that we'd like. But it's like, fuck me. Like it went from being bullied and being outcasted for liking those things to, like you said, it's pop culture now. So. For telling someone into deny, like denying that they know anime or not, it's like, okay, but kind of everybody knows it now, so <laughs> yeah. everybody gets into it and shit. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So you know, talking about kind of the frustrations of the sex work environment and like having to use these tags that you don't really want to use. Um, mm -hmm. 
what was that transition of even moving on to sex work or into lewd content? What was that like for you? Like both like literally in terms of like making the content, but also like mentally and like dealing with people like, oh, you're only doing this for blah, blah, blah. Like what, what, what's been going on with that kind of stuff or gatekeepers too? I think, yeah. yeah, I think for me, it was more of a confidence thing. Mm. Like I like on a spiritual context, like I wanted to be just comfortable with my body as a whole and mm. kind of like take power into that right because i think like even before i was doing this well not i think i know i was being sexualized a lot mm. and um i think it was like on a reddit thread where it's like oh look at her growth or some shit and it was really fucking disturbing because it was pictures of me from a teenager to like 19 20 yeah Ugh. Like, ooh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I kind of took my power back and I was like, you know what? I always get comments about it. Fuck it. Like, let me capitalize on this. Like what we were saying earlier. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just that. I also really admire like Eruge models. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, just, I don't know. Like, I also have some history in pinup modeling and plus size modeling before I even started posting some shit on the Internet. Oh, that's actually um, dope. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I was just doing that for fun, like in my city. And eventually I was like, you know what? I kind of do like this. So yeah. I started just doing it and I found comfort and definitely found confidence despite my body changing or like fluctuating. Like it, it was tough. It was definitely tough. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's hard to like wake up and you feel like shit and you feel like you look like shit. <laughs> and then it's like, Okay, I'm gonna take pictures. Oh, look at my fucking cellulite and all my scars and my tummy. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got bigger. Oh, this and that. Nah, nah, nah. Like, I still had to deal with like myself. Mm -hmm. Not just myself. Obviously, people are gonna judge you on the internet. But um, other than that, I think it was definitely the confidence booster. Mm -hmm. And I just was like in love with the idea of like eroge um like modeling and uh yeah for for the other stuff though the comments and whatnot and how people reacted i mean anyone on the internet will get some shit from anyone <laughs> like it doesn't yeah. matter what you do yes um yes yeah, it really doesn't matter and that's an important distinction all. to make because while it's horrible the kind of things that people do say or do um mm -hmm. you know this is and it's, and it's by no means an invitation for someone to like come on to these posts and be like oh blah 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 and just be nasty there's this it's never an invitation and it's never okay but it's important to recognize that it can happen and that it does yeah. happen. Yeah. So despite I, how confident the person is, like it's just it still happens. So mm -hmm. and it's also so interesting too that people oftentimes don't think about the grand scheme of of it. So like for example, just as a like an outsider looking in if i didn't know you i'd be like yo she must know that she's a shit like she must know that she's as pretty as she is like you know look at look at all these different lighting scenarios that she has going on she knows what she's doing she knows that she's she's got it all um but 
the the aspect that you said about like confidence really is important for people to, to understand too like even even for as beautiful as you may be you can still have issues with confidence in your appearance right like no one really knows what you're internalizing about yourself i think uh i think especially like being bullied <laughs> mm. and um as a kid teenager like mm -hmm. being called a witch the fucking donkey like mm. uh people judging my eth ethnic nose or whatever like it, it like your nose is fucking cool fuck them thank you and i agree too but it's just like I think it fucked me up for some while, for some while, <laughs> for mm -hmm. some, for a long fucking time. You mm -hmm. know, like any comments you tell someone, like it, it rides with them for a while. Mm -hmm. um, but eventually, you know, I I think it was around the time people started sexualizing me, and I wasn't really, you know, into that and stuff. I was just like, no, fuck it. Like, let, let me get confident. Let me, let me put myself out there. And I did. Um, the other reason too, was because I'm not, a, I'm not really feminine at home. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that I wanted to kind of like dive in more into my feminine side um and explore that and i did um literally through sex work is what made me like i said it made me enjoy putting makeup and stuff now of course when you're doing this every day and it becomes a job you're like Ugh, i should yeah. put makeup on my fucking face yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't want to do this i gotta set up the lights now i'm sweating because i'm here posing like oh <laughs> no i have to do this for like you know 20 seconds each time for each picture and then slightly oh alter it a little God. bit the angle then like change the light listen i yeah. love what i do i love being an artist and i love being a streamer but there are no matter what you do in life there's always going to be times when you just don't feel like doing that thing yeah so i get it <laughs> but that's the advantage though because when you're doing multiple things Mm -hmm. You get to drift away from it. That's true. <laughs> now, but the problem with that is if you make it like jobs and stuff, people are going to start questioning, like, where's this? Where's that? Mm -hmm. Why aren't you posting? Blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And um, I I mean, I experienced that firsthand with art. Like, people are always like, where the fuck is your art? I'm like, I am doing this for myself. I'm I taking a break. <laughs> I am taking a long three-year break. I've been drawing <laughs> for myself. I need to enjoy art again. <laughs> like, yeah yeah um yeah so that's that's literally it. yeah so how did you get into visual art then like what 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 was the like the trigger effect that was like i'm gonna be an artist i'm gonna make shit being introduced to anime at a really fucking young age mm. and i it was always in the background like it doesn't matter what it was i don't remember what it was to be honest but mm -hmm. Um, it was literally like just always in the background. I'm so interested by it. So I just started mimicking what was on the TV. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> eventually I got like a little obsession with The Simpsons. And I used to uh, draw them a lot, like mm -hmm. all the time, which is doodle it and stuff. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think after that, like it just kind of stuck with me. And for years, I was just that kid that was drawing in class. And um, each time there's a project they're like oh there's an art segment uh hey can, can we have you and i'm like 
y'all just want me to draw. <laughs> actually, in high school, I started making these people. <laughs> oh, like, nice. I'm like, hey, you want a drawing? You got to give me $20. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a steal, though. <laughs> yeah, $20 was a lot back then, you know? Oh, I'm yeah. Like, yeah, I got $20. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now that's okay, so that's definitely. a that's a really important thing to learn early on too is that like once you get good enough at doing anything find a way to make money off of it because then you get to refine that and become a lot better because now you're spending more time doing it yeah. kind of paying your bills with it so yeah that's something that i learned in in like high school and college that like find a way to make money off of it once you yeah. once you do it the first time you're like all right I have a little confidence. Maybe I can push further. That's literally where it kind of like started. I'm like, huh, I can make money off of this. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Um, and I mean, my background's a little different because as a kid, um, I didn't really have opportunities to like capitalize. Um, mm-hmm. It was more so like I was swimming competitively. I was in mm. baseball. acting like i was doing all kind like it was stressful and so my what brought me peace was literally drawing and i feel like maybe that's where the little multi-potential it stems from like Mm -hmm. having to be not well yeah forced uh your dear mother wanted a star child but uh, (laughs) (laughs) um it's kind of where the multi-potential light like stemmed from because I was doing all these things and then I would just always run away to that one thing mm-hmm. and that's literally it like I would just draw all the time to like keep my mind busy or read mm-hmm. and yeah it was the art that I started selling in high school like I was just like hey yo you want this $20 yeah. I'm not selling drugs but I'm selling art right <laughs> shit this is, but, this is better for the soul anyway <laughs> yeah and that's that's pretty much how it got me into it mm, that's dope the, did anyone so you were watching anime at a pretty early age did someone introduce you to it or did you just kind of find it uh my aunt actually so and a friend of my mother's so my dad is uh half japanese mm-hmm. and uh i don't really want to talk about my family on that side so let me talk to them <laughs> okay gotcha gotcha yeah but anyways aunt was there and uh my mom's friend who was actually she was drawing hmm. that that could I just unlocked a memory. Right. <laughs> wow. Um, she was drawing and she also introduced me to a lot more animes and stuff. A lot of like um, magical girl stuff that I do not remember and <laughs> elven stuff because she was fucking obsessed with elves. And okay. um, yeah, that that's literally how it just started. <laughs> that's dope. Well, um, you know, I, I don't. I'm not going to pry into that aspect of it, but you know, we, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've got my own family shit too, so I get yeah. it. <laughs> I totally understand. Um, dad, who? What? Right? Who? When? When did that happen? Who, huh? Hmm? Who said that? That's crazy. Huh? <laughs> 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 oh, and I'm gonna just say this, you know, for the people who are like, "Oh, your dad must be proud of you." Well, guess what? I'm disappointed in him, and I'm gonna just say that. Hmm. Mm. I'm gonna just put it out there. So I'm disappointed in them too. Fuck that. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know what happened. Just... Um, so I feel like you have a lot of different experiences that kind of brought you to this point. And obviously, this is not 
the end of any of the journey. It is still so much more to go. But, yeah. you know, as of now, if you were to time travel back to the young, your younger self, right when you were just starting to to make your what you do public, right? What your your art, your cosplay, your sex work, any of it. What would you go back and tell yourself? Um, I would tell myself to not give up, like, and to stop being a little poo-poo head <laughs> when it comes to uh, perfectionism. Mm. Because everything and anything you do is a pro- progress and just believe in yourself. Like, don't put yourself down and shy away from things just be pushing and take whatever opportunity before you miss them mm-hmm. I think that's pretty good advice I tell myself something very similar yes yeah. I'm, I'm trying to tell myself that now too <laughs> oh same same yeah same. um okay and mm, I feel like the end question is kind of hard to well there's even more questions god damn how many did i ask? all right we'll we'll keep it to a few more questions so that we can we can talk <laughs> about the other stuff too um what are your favorite games and anime i'm uh, just curious i never i never knew this part so ooh. uh you know remember the thing that i said i don't really have a hard time choosing mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. i would say I definitely like single player games because I don't fucking like grinding people. <laughs> um, I definitely am more nostalgic on older games because that's when I actually played a lot of games versus today. Mm. Um, but I will say I do like RPGs, especially The Witcher. Oh, God, yes. Um, yes. So good. <laughs> um, I do love Overwatch. We know this. Mm-hmm. Um I am definitely a huge Zelda fan. Okay. Uh, actually, one of my first tattoos are Zelda tattoos. Okay. And, uh, yeah, no, like, I love horror games, but I'll play them by myself. Like, okay. <laughs> I have Sweet. a hard time, like, streaming and playing a horror game, but I love playing horror games. Okay. Myself, like, alone secluded yeah you're gonna love resident evil village by the way you're gonna love it oh i'm sure because i speaking of resident evil i did grow up and play resident evil games and i know everyone says they like four but i for shits and giggles i like five <laughs> this is just funny to me i don't know why it is like, a I just love five fucking bonkers game there's a it's i also feel the same way but also it's a love-hate relationship with five because (laughs) there are certain things that are just like if y'all would have just like gave us a little bit more like mobility gave us a little bit more scariness it would have been fine i think it's just so comedic to me it is it just like it stuck with me especially because it's like a memory between me and my best friend like i just i i fucking love that game for that and Mm -hmm. yeah I did play it a lot, and I, I got the collector's edition and everything. I had the, the Africa um, necklace that came with it. Like I was all in on that game. It's uh, a good game. Yeah, it was. So we talked about burnout earlier. Before, mm-hmm. what do you do to kind of keep yourself going when you feel that burnout? 
because like every like uh, it brings back to the topic of disability right because you wake up every day and you feel like you're burned out without even doing anything mm-hmm. so honestly i think i kind of just it's like flipping a coin like am i going to be okay tomorrow who knows mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um burnout to me i feel like i just need a week off and then i jump right back mm. um or I deal with it by doing something else creative that keeps my mind going. Like if I can't do what I want to do productively, I just do something that I'm capable of doing. Like from I don't know, like just laying in bed on my phone, um, answering messages and stuff, emails and whatnot. Versus like putting that into a schedule because I can't function on a schedule. <laughs> okay, gotcha. I, I have to put stuff on schedules now because otherwise I'll either forget to do it or it'll just slip through the cracks. Oh, yeah. I, I remind myself, like, it'll all be in a schedule, quote unquote, but it's not going to be at a specific time. It's like, this yeah. this is your to-do list, but yeah. it's not a schedule. You just got to get it all done today. Fair. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um, all right. I think that's that, that wraps up all the stuff I wanted to ask during the, the interview question, interview section. And if there's anyone in chat who has questions that you want to ask as well, feel free. I'll look through them and then I'll ask them. Um, but we will move on to the next part of the podcast, which is all about life. Just over encapsulating stuff that's going on in our world, stuff that's going mm-hmm. on with mm-hmm. us. Um, and you know, what, what's going on in your life? Like what's, what's happening? My life has been currently <laughs> everything we talked about, and I feel like I'm just been writing up ideas and stuff, mm-hmm. and trying to figure out what's next. Other than that, I am trying to keep myself grounded and live in the present instead of stressing myself to what's next. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get this done today, and I get it done. Like it's just. It's a new thing for me, so definitely living in the present mm. and whatever it comes to. I like that. You know, it, that allows you the space to focus on smaller parts one at a time. And then yeah. hopefully, you know, at the end of it, you can reflect and be like, hey, I did all this shit. Yeah. And that's something that I've been um, I've been trying to do. And I you know my wife reminds me of this because she's doing that now is that, you know, she's, you know, for those of y'all who don't know what Dadly Naturals, I'm gonna put it in chat. What Dadly, there we go. Uh, she owns the company alongside her sister, 100% black owned. Uh, it's a variety of different shea butter and, um, and health related products. So there's, uh, mm-hmm. There's sea moss gel. I just took some of that today. Um, there is an all natural deodorant. There's a shea butter blend that you put on your skin. Feels really nice. There's an iridescent body oil. There's, there's all these different things that she's, she's making because she's a chemical engineer. So she has a background in actually making this stuff for other companies. Um, but she has really been like focused on being heads down. I'm gonna bang this out today, bang this out tomorrow, go to this networking session, do this. Like she's been so focused and so 
tentative to to making sure she's doing these smaller pieces so that you know obviously from my perspective i'm seeing it all i'm like yo you're doing this that and a third mm-hmm. but just like you mentioned for her it's literally i'm just doing this one thing doing this next thing doing this next thing and then when you finally take a step back to look at everything you did you're just like whoa like whoa i do a lot actually you made a company (laughs) and y'all better check her out because taking care of your skin is so fucking important and i can't stress that out like Mm -hmm. oh my god Mm -hmm. like you don't realize it but when you age like it starts coming in in your skin and you're like oh no what am i gonna do like if you take care of it now Mm. then you won't have these problems later so you better check her out don't be ashy i i won't see none of y'all ashy at the next convention no No ashy knees no ashy elbows we ain't happy (laughs) um aside from that though for me i'm just um i'm working with the printer on getting the final bits and pieces ready for shipping this to everyone so everyone who supported the kickstarter for the comic book those books are going to be sent to you very soon uh there was a slight delay in printing after my proof came in which was this um that caused uh like they they i wanted to get a paper that was a little bit thinner than this because this is a little stiff a little bit too thick um which you know there's no such thing as too thick but for paper for paper there is (laughs) and uh they are now we were trying to work through which which weight of paper to get which finish and all that stuff so we got all that figured out the people that they used to get their supply didn't have the paper that we needed so we had to wait a few days almost a week um, for them to do that so there was a delay but (laughs) oh god so many it's still going and it's, it's going. Right? It's going. It's going. I'm I'm so excited to get this in y'all's hands because I'm really proud of it. And I'm really happy with how it came I out. I need to get my hands on that too because I'm trying to read. Yes. I'm hoping that I the story resonates with y'all because it's I'm not a writer by trade, but I like to think that I can kind of put together a story, a, a narrative that is cohesive but also interesting and makes you think a little bit about life as it is now life as it will be in the future and mm. all that good stuff but uh, aside from that you know our house is i don't know maybe a month away from being done maybe a month and a half i'm not entirely sure but we're and close. once it's done though it's gonna like i said before it's gonna be fucking great and i'm proud of y'all man like owning a house and con- like doing all sorts of work on it which takes for fucking ever and it's stressful and shit like mm-hmm. god damn like all the results are gonna be worth it we're living like hoarders right now like we just have all these boxes in here that are just stacked on top of each other like it, it looks fucking crazy so build a castle do it <laughs> build a box castle <laughs> our cat has been losing her shit for how many boxes are her she's just jumping on boxes over here anytime this door opens she is clawing to get in here oh my god and the only reason she's not in here now is because i got the green screen up and she likes to scratch it so i really don't want her scratching this build her a little castle you know yeah. <laughs> she she goes to the very tippity top of this room 
and she's just looking down at me. Hey, what's up, human? Wow, you're lucky I don't need to grab you for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Um, yeah, other than that, though, you know, I'm trying to just take those moments to just relax, not stress out too much about putting the next post up or putting the next video clip from the last stream up. I know I'm supposed to yeah. do it and I know I'm supposed to, you know, <laughs> consistently be putting stuff out, but it's stressful. That's <laughs> that's part of the uh, literally everything you spoke about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Having to keep up with everything. Yes. Yeah. A headache. It is. And I, I love it, but I also like, uh, I'm tired. <laughs> I think maybe the key to it all for all of us would probably like try and find activities within it, like make it comical and fun, like <laughs> trick your brain that it's fun or make like, I don't know. Mm. It's just. I, I get that <laughs> sense from the, the stuff that you do. Like whenever I'm on, you know, Instagram or TikTok and I see you making like the oh silly faces with it, like <laughs> I can tell that you're making it fun for yourself. You can ask just nuts. I have a fucking huge draft of just bullshit. Yeah. Like, just yeah. So much. But I I do that for myself so I can enjoy it instead mm -hmm. of just taking everything so seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense. Um speaking of serious, uh, and we don't have to talk about this if you don't want to. I know it gets a little weird with some people. But, you know, I feel like I should bring this to the people's attention in general about, you know, the orange, the, the former president, Orange Man, um, mm. who thought it was OK to bring classified documents to his Mar-a-Lago estate and uh, destroyed some of it. And then, <laughs> yo, it's <sighs> it gives me cult. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. I mean, I, as a Canadian, hmm. seeing this shit. <laughs> it must be madness. It's pretty interesting because, oh my God, like everything we hear about you guys, it's, it's almost like you don't hear it at all. You know, like. I feel like Europe and Canada always talk so much about Trump and like it, dri it drives me a little bit insane that I had to like turn off the news. Interesting. So uh, they're talking about it uh, a lot too. A lot, but I think a lot more because I, I think it's entertaining to them, if anything. Well, because it's not directly affecting them. <laughs> yeah, it's not, well, that's the thing. They think it's not directly affecting them, but it is. It like, is. If, it is. It's, it's the sister country is fucked like obviously it's gonna come to you like i don't, I don't know yeah there's so there's that just the dichotomy of like oh it's not the, the typical american uh behavior oh it's not affecting me not my problem but north usually, american behavior north american <laughs> you're right mm -hmm. north mm -hmm. american behavior but but oftentimes it is like they come for you know women's rights and now they're going to be coming for and you know people who are other groups right and like yep it's just so interesting that people are deciding to double down right now and those who are doubling down on supporting orange man are really showing their ass right now 
your sigh just says it all to everything that's going on in the world right now. Like that's just like the movie. Like it's like watching The Lion King and seeing Scar come onto screen for the first time. And you're like, Stop. that's the bad guy. And then like they keep doing bad shit. And you're like, yeah, they're mm-hmm. still the bad guy. But then like having someone in the back of someone in the back of the room, he's like, nah, he's not bad. He's misunderstood. He's fine. And then like Pride Rock gets destroyed. There's no food. It's all dried up. All part of the plan. This is all fine. They started all the conspiracy theorists. Oh my god. Well, actually, Trump is not bad. There's just this the the whole government is bad (laughs) in game. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Why do you think he's the the savior or something? He's not the fucking savior. This ain't gonna make anything better. Oh my god. Not not a king. Like maybe maybe he was chaotic. Maybe he did try something, but no, he's not he's no he, no. There's mm. nothing better. Like if I don't know, as fucked as it is right now, like all of them are fucked. Like I don't care who it is, mm. what party, all of them are fucked. Yeah, it's all of them. Things have well things have just gotten so uh what's the word I'm looking for? Toxic. Like mm-hmm. it, it had been building up for a number of years. Um, and you know, once Obama got into to office, there was like a shred of hope that like, all right, maybe things don't have to be so bad. Yeah. And obviously this is a, when a lot of, especially younger people started learning about all the branches of government, like all the aspects and facets that make it run. And then they're like, oh, it's not only on the president. It's on everyone else who is supporting the agenda or not supporting the agenda and then what they're going to be able to do um you know I, I my my big takeaway and i guess the reason why i brought it up is that i just hope that the stuff that is happening and the things that have happened before um that young people are taking note of it and at least trying to understand you know the limited but but there the power that we have as individuals to affect change and affect the way that we all live and like you know all of y'all know that i'm a uh advocate for cannabis but there yeah i live in texas right now and cannabis Mm. isn't legal here which is just blows my mind um, in Austin, it's it's a it's decriminalized in Austin, so you can't really get arrested for having a, a small amount of, of cannabis on you. But you still can't just like go to a regular store, a regular can uh, weed dispensary, and just like get it. But it just blows my mind how you could just go to a different state and it's okay there. Mm-hmm. Because whenever things happen in Canada, it's like the whole country, like as <laughs> the collective at the same time. So when mm-hmm. uh, cannabis became legal for us, it was the whole country. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really interesting to see, like, in each state is like its own little country. It's so weird. Anything. It's so weird, yeah. especially <laughs> Texas. This place is Austin is really cool because it's it's you know it's very progressive. There's a lot of interesting innovative things that they're doing with the government uh locally um but uh, if anything yeah I'd, I'd hope that people listening or watching this are aware of what's happening but also aware that you know you, you have the ability to be involved locally 
be involved, yeah. you know, on a federal level, etc. Um, I agree. Yeah. Um, but on lighter notes, something a little bit less serious. Uh, have you? I actually didn't ask this question before, but have you? Do you watch a lot of stuff like on streaming platforms and stuff? Uh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> okay. So I, have, well, what kind of stuff? <laughs> what kind of stuff, right? Um, so I wanted to talk about overall, like whatever it is that you've been watching or getting into, I'm happy to hear about that. But I used to watch a lot of the Disney plus shows and then I kind of slowed down. I'm trying to pick it back up again and get back on it. Watch She-Hulk. Is it good? Everyone is like, so like mad about it, I guess. Cause of, it. What, what was it? Yeah. The CGR, I think. Oh, like a few months ago, they were like, Oh, it looks weird. I don't know, but it's good. Like I liked it. I generally liked the first episode and I do keep up with all the Marvel. Okay. Okay. Shows. Yeah. <laughs> That's dope. All right. That was going to be my next follow-up question then. Like, how's it compared to the other Marvel shows? I haven't seen all of them yet, but I've seen uh, a good number of them. I think. I mean, I, I can't really answer that question yet because I've only seen the first episode. I don't even yeah. know if the second one's out yet. Fair. But um, I think my favorite, like, if I, I would just say, like, all the other Marvel shows, my favorite one was Loki. I love 100%. Loki. A hundred percent. That was such a great um, show. I'm obsessed with anything that has to do with time and dimensions. Mm. <laughs> so... The fact that it involved that so much, I was like, okay, I'm obsessed. <laughs> this um, is for me, yes. <laughs> yep. Yep, definitely. That's dope. I'm, I'm excited to watch it then. Because I, I did hear that, you know, the CGI was a little weird and I saw it and I was like, okay, I can understand that. You know, it's, it's also pre-production. It's not bad. Yeah, but it's not bad. <laughs> they don't get it. Yeah. People like to complain. It's like, but have you worked on it? Did you make a show? Do you know mm -hmm. how complicated this is? Why don't you start a show if it's that ugly to you, huh? <laughs> facts. Absolute facts. So I'm excited to check She-Hulk out. And I'm I'm, a, I'm such a bad nerd. I, I was supposed to have seen all of Mandalorian already. I have not yet either. Okay. <laughs> so you're I, not the only one. <laughs> okay, good. I love Star Wars. I love Marvel. But... Oftentimes, whenever I'm watching stuff, it's, you know, whatever me and my wife are watching together. Uh, mm -hmm. And then if she's not in the mood to watch it, we usually watch something else. Uh, and there's just certain shows that I want to watch with her. So, like, when she's in the mood for it, it's like, all right, let's watch this. Let's watch this. And she likes to watch a lot of shows without watching a lot of other shows in conjunction. So, like, you know, we're watching The Expanse, which, by the way, y'all, like, Expanse is so good. Um we'll be watching that and maybe one other show but that's it for like the full week or the full two weeks or whatever just gotta get through it and then we okay yeah, yeah. i think i think i do that with mav a lot too but mm -hmm. we often have like our little breaks of we need to watch a horror movie like we are obsessed obsessed with watching horror movies together but okay. i think i the obsession kind of goes a bit border for me it's like <laughs> i have to have a really shitty horror movie too mm. like in the mix like i don't care how the production is bad i don't care if it's like the script is bad like i need something bad in the middle of it too <laughs> so all the movie, three ball movies 
Oh my god. <laughs> Listen. Ooh, those movies are bad. If you if you want a palate cleansing bad horror movie, I'ma type it in for chat, y'all. Ooey Bowl. He is horrible. Some of I, I can't even put it into words how bad his movies are. So there is this app and um I don't even remember the app and I don't even remember the the movie the name of the movie, but <laughs> I just remember like scrolling through the horror category and I was like, okay, let's put this random like student film. It was so, it was so fucking bad because it wasn't a student film. It was just like someone that decided to produce a film, Uh but it was so bad that it was good for me because I was laughing at every fucking second at the angles, at the bad shots, at the, Mm -hmm. that's the same thing. Yes, (laughs) yes. at the at the lines the acting and all the sound effects that are really like it's, <laughs> the music oh man oh my god and then i found this man's mixtape in there and i <laughs> i can't wait for for you me mav and empress only my wife i i can't wait for us all to hang out and watch one of these dumbass movies together because back in the day me and my friends used to watch these like one of my friends uncle used to buy like every movie that came out no matter what it was mm-hmm. whether it was a good or bad movie and so we had a library of just move before streaming netflix and shit was a thing we would watch all those movies and there were so many bad ones that we all watched together just because like we're fucking around we're in high school you know we're eating our our steak and cheese subs from the place down the street just hanging out playing halo like let's let's watch this bullshit and that's how i watched a lot of these bad movies and it it is truly an experience to watch something like this with other people and just be like mm -hmm. good lord just laughing together and like hearing the commentary from everybody else like it's the best fucking thing that Mm -hmm. you can do with friends or family like that's why I, I think, like, for me, because I used to go watch movies by myself, want, want. <laughs> but uh, it just became my thing that I would just go, like, watch really bad movies and just, like, you know, um, make little commentaries and jokes for myself. And I was just, like, I was just there laughing by myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. But eventually when I got to experience that with uh, family and friends like it was, it was just funny it was funny as hell mm-hmm. you know it's just something you can't miss on like it doesn't matter if it's good or if it's bad like just put it on and just watch it all together yeah there was this oh go for it there was this one scene I remember vividly because we we stopped it we rewinded it and stopped it again where They were on a boat. It was raining. They were getting on the boat and they were running from zombies. And it cut to the next angle while they were departing. And there Mm -hmm. was, it just stopped raining and all the actors were dry. Like it it was literally like a quick cut to a new angle. It wasn't like time had passed. It was a, <laughs> just all standing, standing emoji. It, it was <laughs> so blatant. We were like, "Are we high? <laughs> is, is this happening?" 
and I, I want to find it. I, I'm going to find it and put it on, on Twitter one day. It was so insane. So egregious. Even for an early 2000s movie. Unexpected. I think it's the unexpected. Like, you're not expecting the movie to be bad. So, like, when you see those, like, un- those scenes that make no fucking sense, it's like, how the fuck did they just get all, dr- like, wait, what? How did they get away with this? Out. It takes you out of the immersive, like, <laughs> the opposite of immersion. <laughs> what is that word? Someone tell me in chat. The opposite of immersion. I'm here trying to Google it. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah. I'll, I'll never forget. Immersion. I'm I'm so excited to have kids and to have them be old enough to watch some bullshit like this and be like, this is the kind of shit I had to deal with back in my day. <laughs> uh, abstention? Abstention. Abstaining. Uh, I mean, that's different, right? <laughs> we, right. I was like, uh... <laughs> That's a different thing. (laughs) Wait, is that real? Is that is that what it's supposed to be? I'm like trying to find like what's it called? An antonym? Not a synonym. An antonym. Antonym. Yes. Yeah. And Anthony. (laughs) Anthony. (laughs) Um. In 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 attention. Uh. That's what Weber says. I don't know if I agree. Submergence. No, that's sub- what? Alright, let's look at inattention. Failure to carefully think about, listen to, or watch someone or something. So, okay. Not fine. really, because, like, we were focused into it, and then it just, like, wait, wait, what? Like, being... <laughs> Hold on. Oh, this is, a, this is a, okay. Inattentiveness. Inadvertence. Inadvertence, maybe. Yeah. Look anyway. at us learning. <laughs> right? This is a learning experience for me, too. I didn't even know. I never thought about what the opposite of immersion would immersion? be. Immersion? Yeah. Immersive experience. Immersion ex- Is it immersive or immersion experience? Hello? Uh, <laughs> Nuz goes, unimmersion? I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, great. Uh, thanks. Thanks for that. The non-immersion experience. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. Wait, why didn't I just Google that? You just Googled non-immersion? I'm about to do it, because what? <laughs> uh, this has been a, a wonderful experience having you on the show. I'm more than happy to have you on again whenever you're up to Thank you for having me. <laughs> yes. Um, as we jump into our last topics of the night, uh, specifically within gaming, um, I just want to give you a shout out once again anyone who's listening to this podcast who doesn't already know what it is make sure you go follow rollem x best r-o-l-e-m-x-b-a-s-t doing peace signs again peace signs peace signs (laughs) make sure you give her some love though uh she is so i'm really happy that i got to meet when i did um i'm glad we we crossed paths I'm glad too. Yeah. Um, so, do you play Call of Duty? Used to. Okay. <laughs> Way back. <laughs> Not anymore at all. Okay. Um, definitely, definitely a Black Ops and Modern Warfare. Okay. Listen, that I used was, to. Whew. 
Yeah. We'll talk about immersion. I used to breathe Modern Warfare 2. Oh my god. Hey, Modern Warfare 2! Breathe it. For me, how old was I? Um... Oh, you were young, yeah. I was young. <laughs> like, I was playing that... <sighs> Modern Warfare came out while I was in college. I was probably definitely in high school, but at the... Mm. I'm old. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Every once in a while, <laughs> you hear that little creak in your bone, like, oh, why? I mean, I hear it every day. So. <laughs> um, uh, maybe, was I 12, 11? I don't remember, but like, it was my shit. And I fucking obviously love zombies because I was a kid and I was like, <laughs> zombies, but. Y- yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Zombies was the shit. And I remember the way they had it in Black Ops. It was like a. Or was it World at War? I don't remember. It was like a Easter egg. It wasn't the, even like the Easter egg in the box, or um, I'm trying to remember how you accessed it because my friend he had World at War. We played it at his plate at his uh, dorm room, okay. and I remember him going to like the menu and clicking on some sub menu that was only accessible after you did a certain thing. Oh yeah, not oh. use a black house, baby. Yeah. No, actually, I actually remember watching a fucking YouTube video about it because I was like, I want to see the Easter. Yes, <laughs> okay, yes. Okay, so was it at the menu, like while the guys like tied up, or am I chirping? There was Is something for during... that. I think that was okay. um that was uh uh the zombie arcade mode where that was in Black Ops where you had to unravel yourself from the chair and then I'm trying to remember exactly what you had to do but it was like a top down arcade shooter that uh, was like a separate mode too it was an easter egg I'm trying to remember like this is right back about you right um was it was it the song dead ops arcade that's what it was called dead ops arcade okay so black ops had the dead ops arcade and then I think, um, I think World at War was the first time they introduced zombies. Early 2000s, YouTube feels strong, man. Yeah, yep. Yeah, my brain <laughs> broke for a second. I'm like, wait. <laughs> right? Whew. Y'all, the, the ga- gaming has gone in such a fun, interesting place. And now we're we're basically like going full circle where you know Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, the remake of it, is about to come out. And I don't know. I'm really I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Modern Warfare 2019. That was a reboot for the series. Uh-huh. Uh phenomenal game in my opinion. I don't play Call of Duty a lot anymore, but that game See, I, I've been out for like so long. I'm like, really? Yep. Oh. <laughs> yep. If you if you did enjoy those games, you might enjoy the Modern Warfare. Like the single player was was awesome. Multiplayer, you know, it is what it is. I I like the multiplayer in that game, but you know, you know what you're getting into. I did not like Vanguard or Cold War, which both came out after. Whew, didn't like either I, of those I, games. I I've heard I've heard some stuff from people, and I'm, again, I was just like lost like oh there was another call of duty <laughs> every, 
every year, Call of Duty. I don't know what's going on anymore. Nope, I don't like that aspect of it either. Mm-mm. I don't need one every year. I think that's what got me off of it to begin with, is because there were so many, like, it just kind of it just started reminding me of like sports games. Like yes. it's every fucking year, it's the same thing over and over and over again. I was just like, yeah, I'm over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm I'm done. Mm-hmm. I don't really care anymore. But um, yeah, yeah, I got into that like pretty young. So for me, it's like just like like <laughs> like a faded memory at this point because I stopped as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah definitely modern warfare and black ops for me mm-hmm. well chat and people at home who are listening to the podcast or the youtube vod let me know if you're excited about uh modern warfare 2 i'm actually excited about this particular game but again the the last ones before it i was not but something else i was excited about uh something i was surprised to be excited about was Dragon Ball Z and Fortnite. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, see, okay, I got—I don't play Fortnite, but I had to watch Mav play Fortnite mm-hmm. um, for his newest video, Mav Attack. Mm-hmm. Shout <laughs> and, out to the homie. I'm about to bring him up right now. Slash Mav Attack. <laughs> um, when I tell you, <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. Like, I just. I, I just oh my god like if we're gonna have kids or whatever it's just the future where it's gonna be it's like well the character that's from Fortnite like, <laughs> god damn it you little shit oh, <laughs> they're not like from Fortnite they're in it <laughs> that's where it's gonna be like that's what it's gonna be in the future it's like no it's actually from Dragon Ball do you know what Dragon Ball <laughs> you better fucking know what Dragon Ball is. you better know I'll disown you right fucking now <laughs> No, our, my kids I, will know what Dragon Ball is. God oh, damn yeah. it! Yeah, 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 mine too. Like, yeah. If I have children, I'll be like, "This is Goku. <laughs> this is Vihiha." You go. <laughs> you watch Dragon Ball. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I put oh, up a uh, Mavs. God damn it, Mav! Not the floss. <laughs> I'm uh, putting up this video right now so that y'all can see it in the background while we talk about it. Uh, did you ever get into Fortnite, though? No, I have not. <laughs> I think I, like, I literally... Yeah, I think I played it with... Was it? No, it wasn't with... No, 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 I really haven't. <laughs> I, really haven't. <laughs> I just, I watched people play it. Like, people around me played it, but I've never played Fortnite. I... I guess i just wasn't interested yeah i I get it i mean i stopped playing this game i used to play it a bunch uh and then i Mm -hmm. realized that um, i'm not built for the whole building aspect of the game Mm -hmm. i was like Mm -hmm. you know what my brain there's non-build now so there's non-build now so i've actually been playing it and i've been uh been enjoying it a pretty decent amount you know i I play it with friends and you know obviously like you know Kesa and hell's wolf and all of them and uh, we just kind of hang out and dig around in it, but mm-hmm. it's uh, it's one of those things where how remember how we talked about like how anime and gaming are a part of pop culture now? Like, yes, this is another example of that exact thing where both anime oh, and hundred percent, yeah. I don't know. I, I like this age of nerdum that we're in, though, where like 
everyone can kind of see the beauty of it now and like see yeah because i i never expected like a popular game to be just showcasing naruto and fucking dragon ball like it's fucking nothing it was just like what like (laughs) what the fuck is like everything i grew up on is just kind of being showcased and um popularized yes Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm but I like that because it's like, dang, like I'm not weird no more. <laughs> like, people <laughs> like the same things I do. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's nice to see. It's definitely nice to see. And seeing it in merch too, like it's so much more accessible. Like I always <laughs> wanted like cool uh, t shirts and stuff, but you would only find it from like, I don't know, like this random company. And now it's like just spread it everywhere. Like, anywhere you could find a fucking like dragon ball shirt like right actually one of my favorite shirts that i wear like all the time is like this purple shirt with like trunks in the back so that's my favorite dragon ball character Dude, trunks is so cool i love oh them. my god it's between gohan See? and trunks for me but obsession with time characters that's true <laughs> true you got so, that mm-hmm. so trunks I-, I wear that shirt all the fucking time and i think it's a uh, I don't even remember the company. I might even like make myself think right now. But um, <laughs> it's just a really fucking dope shirt. And actually, I think it's the shirt that I met you into. But you probably didn't see the trunks in the back at the time. No, I didn't see it at the time. I do remember wearing it though. Like that was the night that I wore it. But yeah, that's amazing. It's a dope shirt. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So yeah, uh, pop culture, Dragon Ball, and Fortnite. You heard it here first, but not really. Y'all mm-hmm. probably already. This is this is old news now, but yeah. Um, Tower of Fantasy, uh, another gotcha style Genshin Impact replica, essentially. Um, huh. I, I want to know from people at home, as well as you, you know, what you think of the game. If you think it's you know people are going to be playing it a lot, if it's going to be dead on arrival, if we're it's still kind of weird to find out right now. I'm like so backtracked. I don't even know this game, game like what this game is. And I'm looking at it right now like, oh, wait, like Genshin, like RPG. <laughs> All right. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's Genshin, but as an MMO and like in the future. Okay. Folks already start playing. What you mean, nuts? What you mean? You said what folks you mean started are- playing. Apparently people stopped playing it already. I. I'm interested in that. Very intrigued. Are they boycotting it? And it's like, oh, they're trying to be Genshin. Is that what it is? Possibly. I want to know from you, nuts. Why do they? Why do you think people stop playing it? Because that was like everyone was talking about it before it came out, and now that it's out, are people playing it? I'm going to try to bring up a video in the background of the last time I was playing it. I love the art, though. <laughs> oh, the art is that. beautiful. It's so pretty. Like, I'm looking at the backgrounds and yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. So damn pretty. Genshin 3.0 just dropped. Hackers already wilding out on top. Oh, it's the hackers. Oh. Okay. Yeah. The hackers and them time gating the content turn people away from it. Yeah, I agree with that part too. The time gating really messed me up. Uh, it was like you can't level up past a certain point uh, per day. 
Like, why did you feel it was necessary to do that? And Genshin, so nuts. You play Genshin too? Yeah, dude. I I definitely want this game to do well, and I like a lot of the things that they're doing with it. But if they can't get the hackers under control and figure out this time getting shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you play any MMOs? Me? Yeah. Uh, well, I um, I touched Genshin. Okay. <laughs> I got really mad that I only got weapons. Oh man! Got the fuck <sighs> out of there really quickly. Very smart, <laughs> smart woman. I. Um, because I was about to spend my money, and I'm like, no, no, no. I did it a few times, it. more than I meant mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. and I was like, you know what? I'm not doing. I'm not spending. I'm gonna keep playing. I. But I'm not listen, spending. I've done that on games that aren't even worth it in the mm. past, like fucking mobile games just to have like some points and shit because i would get so addicted to it like to a fucking fashion game i'm like no i need to stop i can't <laughs> get myself into this fucking trap i'm not doing it was it the kim kardashian um, uh no fashion it game? was uh it was like a what was it called it was like this like it was just like a bunch of like anime characters and like the, all, like a little story i think it was like a chinese game but um I don't remember the name of it. Oh my god, I'm so bad with names. <laughs> but anyways, I got myself hooked and I'm like, no, I gotta stop. Like, what the fuck am I doing? It's just it's a it's a game on your fucking you got games on your phone and I'm just spending money on it. Like, oh, like yeah. who am I? And <laughs> That's the that's the day and age that we're in now. Games are yeah. all over the place now. Um, aside from that, Final Fantasy. Okay. Um, Actually, before I got here to the states, because I we recently like moved back to the states temporarily, mm -hmm. um, I was playing Final Fantasy for a whole month by myself on that free trial. Okay, <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. I like. I really just like. I just dived deep in that bitch, and I was like, oh, I actually love grinding and doing this kind of shit by my damn self. So, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I might. I might bring that to streams. I don't know. I think it was more of like a personal enjoyment and I needed that uh, mental break. So I was like playing that game every fucking day. Yeah. Um, Black Mage. It was my first fucking... I'm stupid, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that brings to a point, another point too, about like doing stuff for yourself versus for the camera and for the community like yeah i used to find my i do it less now but i used to find myself not playing games unless i was streaming it and then mm -hmm. you know the backlog getting ridiculous because of that um i'm doing that a little bit less now like me and my wife will play stuff off stream together and okay. i'll play stuff you know off stream every once in a while um just because you sometimes just need to the thing about streaming, of course, is that you're you're there for you, but you're there for for other people, and so you're talking yeah. over a dialogue, or you're you know skipping through something that you would maybe otherwise like read through the whole paragraph. Right. 
like when you play by yourself it's a whole different experience especially like reading all of that i was like dang like if i was streaming this shit my voice would be fucked because i would read the whole thing i wouldn't just be skipping you know like Mm -hmm. at some point i was skipping dialogue so i'm like okay this is just like fucking side missions i don't fucking care yeah exactly like Like, i'm just on a little grind mode i've been playing this game for 12 hours i don't know why how did i get here (laughs) um i don't want to do this anymore (laughs) (laughs) pretty much but yeah i got hooked i i definitely got hooked um i'm literally right at the end yeah uh, before i have to pay (laughs) yeah so yeah i I i'm gonna take care of that and then i'm probably gonna go subscribe and sell my soul to the you know (laughs) but yeah that game definitely pulled me through a rough time a rough patch there and there yeah does matt play it too no he does well he he played it when it first came out like final fantasy 14 right yeah Yeah. yes (laughs) um and I don't know. I think he played it on PlayStation, but he like never touched it since. Like he started way back, like when it came out. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I just, yeah. <laughs> I remember starting it and then being like, "Do I like it? Do I not like it? I don't know." And then you get hooked. And then you get hooked. That's how. And get then you. you get fucking hooked. <laughs> and then you get fucking hooked because you're like, "Oh, I want to do every single possible like." mission ever like i need to do do it all and like i'm like it just reminds me of like me playing the witcher and i'm like fuck oh, wait, yes. wait a minute <laughs> yes. i was a set listen every side quest in that game had substance oh my god every single mm-hmm. one of them like i didn't even know that some of the missions i was doing was side missions or if they were I main do missions. it lower yeah, yeah. And it's so interesting because, like, I had to start looking up YouTube videos because I'm like, okay, there's so much, like, connect the dots for me. And then um, all the extra shit and, and just lore and folklore. And, yes. Like, there's so many things. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I got so obsessed. Did you get obsessed with the show, too? Uh, yeah, but not really because... I was actually watching the show while I was traveling. So, like, I kept on and off sleeping through it. So, I I didn't get exactly hooked. And, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, that was my experience with the show, unfortunately. But I liked it. It's not not great. It's not bad. It's just, yeah. Okay. I'll say the first season was, for me, it was a really, really good jumping off point. Oh, yeah. And then uh, once season, to, mm-hmm. <laughs> you shit right. Once it came to season two, I I fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. I I just I want to see like how far it's gonna go. Me to too. To be honest. Me too. Because there's so much that you could add to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like right now, we're just it's literally just blaming Jennifer as a whole like I, I actually like that she is definitely a main character mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. um because I'm sorry but I just love Geralt and Yennefer together so like, same I mean it, it, mm-hmm. it only makes sense 
Yeah. It only makes sense. It's like I'm here for the love triangle, though. I will say. I mean, I'm gonna right? watch it. I'm gonna enjoy it. <laughs> I love them both, but Yennefer, man, like yeah, Yenny, that's, Yen, that, just, that's my girl. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's all that I wanted to discuss during the podcast, but um. You know, I respect your time. I don't want to keep you too long. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about while we're still on the show? Yeah, I mean, there is a question that I didn't answer, so I'm going to ask you this. What's your favorite anime? Oh, oh. Um, so, yes, earlier you said your favorite game, but not your favorite anime. Mm-hmm, I okay. remember. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, Um. All right. I'm going to be a basic bitch. I'm going to be the most basic bitch ever. Like, I'm talking, I've got the scarf on, I got the Uggs, I got the fucking uh, Starbucks uh, cup in my hand with the pumpkin spice latte. And those are all things I love. So, like, (laughs) I'm going to go full on with it. Dragon Ball Z. I mean, solid answer. I I can't even complain. (laughs) Yeah, it's because it it did so much for me when I watched it and it does so much for me when I watch it now where, yeah, you know, there's a, there's an aspect of nostalgia that hits me hard where I'm like, man, I am, I am in the living room with my brothers and sisters watching this right now in this moment, even though we're not together, like I'm remembering it and feeling it all. Um, but also the voice actors, like especially the English voice actors, uh, you know, it was one of the anime that I think really made a case for why it's important for dubbing to be good. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think the voice acting for the Japanese was also great, but I, I there were certain voices that I couldn't stand. Gotcha. And this was this was kind of like a, a case study for why you know dubs are are valuable and worthwhile as well. So between that, between it being my gateway anime, of course, and you know, a lot of my inspiration as a younger artist came from watching Dragon Ball Z. And then I honestly, I think dub is great. Um, mm-hmm. I just personally can't stand it. Yeah. Um, but for Dragon Ball, 100% it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, another dub that I really enjoyed, except towards the end of the series was Inuyasha. Oh, yes. Um, yes. It was actually it was actually good. Like I, I actually watched it in English. And when I well, Eventually, I watched it in Japanese because I didn't like Kagome's voice at some point. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think I ever finished but, Inuyasha, which I'm really re- realizing right now. I was like, I don't know what happens at the end, and I need to fix that. And well, there's a whole show about the kids, too. I saw. It's on Hulu now, right? And I'm going to just say it's a lot better than Boruto. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> I haven't seen Boruto, but I know that's going <laughs> to ruffle some feathers. I know that's going to ruffle. No, 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 no. I know it's going to ruffle some feathers, and I don't fucking care. Because yeah, whatever. Listen, yeah. I actually am invested in it, and I will say I tried fucking sitting through the fillers, and it's just not worth it. Like, I'm still being like, <laughs> hey, like, when is it not the fucking fillers? Like, I need it. I need to know. Mm-hmm. And But the way that... <sighs> I'm forgetting the princess, whatever, uh, mm-hmm. the, uni- the kid for <laughs> the, sh- the show for the kids, the Inuyasha and all that. Um, 
I personally like that one better simply because the fillers are a lot shorter and they get straight to the point. Like it kind of kind of mimics like how Inuyasha would do its fillers like mm -hmm. back in the day. So I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, versus Borto, it's like they'll have long storylines all to find out that it was just a fucking filler and has nothing to do with the main story in the manga. So mm -hmm. yes, I will say my two cents on it. Yeah, no, that's real. I feel like there's certain shows that do a really good job of making their filler content still apply to the overall like demon demon slayer is a really good example of that like oh yeah they'll have oh, their filler definitely. episodes but they're really like they're literally just resting after all that shit happened and they're like getting ready for the next big thing i definitely like the filler episodes in demon slayer because they were pretty comedic and yeah they were they were like, it, it was just really fucking great um mm -hmm. to to not just have like this really boring like filler episode it's just like oh very stereotypical no it's like just like so out of like wait what like this happening like it's just really funny so mm -hmm. i i will appreciate that for sure same for sure so what is what is your answer then for your favorite anime it's gonna be based on different categories okay so okay um romance and slice of life definitely nana and kaicho made sama okay um i don't know if yeah. i'm familiar with that one and what i really liked and what i had in the background but didn't understand as a kid was Argon. um I had the 97 like berserk anime series going on in the background had yeah. no fucking clue it was just presented gore to me at a young yeah. age like okay yeah um slayers slayers for sure mm. and like slayers is in uh demon slayers no slayers hmm really old anime do i know um, i probably know it by look i'm gonna look it up real quick I want to look at this. I think it came out like in the 90s. Oh, I've seen I've seen artwork for it, definitely. Okay. <laughs> um, I recognize the characters. And definitely, like, I obviously love Dragon Ball, mm -hmm. but it was Bleach for me. Oh, man. Bleach is so long. <laughs> it was but it's not as long as one piece and i still can't fucking do it so i will t <laughs> listen one piece I i'm gonna i'm gonna make some people mad about this comment but uh-oh uh i can't do one piece not because it's long but because it's ugly oh i'm sorry it doesn't look right <laughs> <laughs> it looks no, fucking wild. No, but you know what? Wild. It kind of matches all the like ninety animes with like really fucking long ass legs and long bodies and fucking wide mm -hmm. face. Fucking. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, at, look at those eyes. Look at the look at the look of death and despair in his eyes. He's smiling, but is he? <laughs> <laughs> And like this, the placement, like it, it, their faces look so fucking crazy. I think I, it, I know it's interesting. I, obviously, a lot of people love it. Yes, um, they do. But I only ever make it to episode seventy-two. <laughs> so, <laughs> I try. I try every single fucking year. I'm like, yeah. this year, this is it. 
I'm going to watch One Piece and I have to start from episode one. I don't start from episode 72 because I don't exactly remember everything. <laughs> <laughs> By the time you get there, you're like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> it's literally what happens each time. I'm like, fuck. I have like, like hundreds and hundreds of episodes to go. And everyone's like, yeah, but don't worry about it. 264, that's when it gets good. Everyone fucking says that. And I'm like, but but I need to watch everything. I can't just... I can't just start at 264. Like, I can't do it. Yeah. What do you think it is that, that when you get to that episode 72 or whatever, like, what do you think it is that's causing you to disengage from it? I think something happens in my life and I kind of just lose interest. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I just end up watching something else and i forget about it and it happens each time <laughs> i feel like it's I, I feel like it's just like not meant for me maybe yeah. maybe i'm gonna watch it when it's finally done like i feel like that's what's gonna happen <laughs> you just want to wait for everything <laughs> honestly, to finally finish i honestly feel like that's what's gonna happen um but on the topic of what i like i think i've just scavenged and watched everything mm. um to the point that like I'll go through every single anime like in a list and click it and then I'll watch it and be like, holy shit, I watched this before. Um, okay, next. <laughs> <laughs> like it's been so much because that's all my media was as a kid, mm-hmm. as a teen, mm-hmm. as a young adult. Like it, it was just that. So now each time I click one, I'm like, oh, I've been um, here. <laughs> I've been here. That's awkward. Uh, okay. <laughs> So I, I kind of like lean on new shows to come out and just watch and stuff. Mm-hmm. I got gotcha. you. Uh, but yeah, I do love Inuyasha and my, my fucking favorite would have to be Jojo. Oh, interesting. So I haven't seen Jojo's yet. I haven't done it yet. Only because people told me that season one is a drag and it doesn't start getting good until season two. And that annoys me. People can shut the fuck up because (laughs) hear me out. Okay. If you're someone who likes story, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Season season one is perfect to start on. Okay. Even if it's fucking slow, like it literally tells you the whole story you need to know. Okay. And then season two, yeah, the hype, whatever. Cool, I get it. Um, Season three, most people are like, that's my favorite season. Honestly, I don't really have a fucking favorite season. Like, I just like seeing the the family progress through time mm. um, and their situations, their bizarre situations. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Bizarre adventures. Exactly. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, you know, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a shot. Definitely. I'm gonna probably start watching it sometime this week so I can. Because I'm, I'm thinking about my next anime I want to watch when wife falls asleep on the couch mm. and do i want her but to wake up the titties i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but what's your genre though like Ooh. what is your favorite genre favorite genre depends on the mood but i think overall i think overall i like uh like edo period anime from like the past where there's magic and demons and 
I fuck with that for sure. Yeah, I love that shit. And like, I do like some isekai anime that do that as well. <laughs> I was about to say. But there are so many of them and they, they all have mm-hmm. the same setup. And that's the part that like bothers me a little. It's like <laughs> between Overlord and uh, which I finally uh, started watching and I'm, I'm caught up to that. Um, I'm not actually, so I might have to do that. It's a really fun watch because they do like a lot of the death notes uh cold uh gas like mental gymnastics stuff and i'm like all right this is fun because i really don't know what's going to happen next um and then uh the the slime uh that time i got reincarnated as a slime like Mm. that's me and my wife watched that it is so funny but it has the demons and the magic and like the darkness and like that's like almost a perfect anime like if they just showed a little bit more titty it would be a perfect anime. <laughs> oh my god! It reminds me of that. Um, what was that show that just came out on Netflix? That was literally like the reboot of the old one. Um, Bastard. Yes. Okay. Did you see it? I sat there and watched it, and it literally just sounded like I was just watching porn the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there are no nipples in it at all. <laughs> oh, I know, but. It- <laughs> It's just so awkward because it's just you're just sitting there like laying on in bed and then all you hear is like these fucking moans that like don't stop and like it's like really <laughs> it's like bro <laughs> it's, like, really, it's like really fucking loud you're just sitting there like yeah this is yeah this is fine uh, this is fine <laughs> Mav walks in uh, okay he you know he ain't gonna ask no questions he's like all right fine <laughs> He doesn't ask questions for me anymore. He doesn't know what to expect anymore. So it's always some weird shit happening. He's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was... I liked it because it gave me, like, 18 plus, like, Inuyasha. Yes. It was so self-aware and mm-hmm. so, like bonkers and like they even made references like dude this is a what do you say this is a shonen anime like mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you expect <laughs> so they they do a really good job of setting the stage and the tone and like the action is really well done the mm-hmm. fucking opening song is by far one of the greatest and anime the songs art. ever yeah and the art is incredible I fucking love that they stay they like they stick to the old art style like obviously it's a little bit modernized yeah yeah modernized but i I feel like whenever people bring back like old animes like they always fucking tend to make it just very modern and like big eyes and whoa like no yeah I, i really love seeing old art styles and just like oh hey but it's like more bright and saturated now, but it's the same thing. And I'm like, cool, I love this. Yes. Um, I, I love that they brought that into that show. It's really nice to see. I agree. Bastard Anime 2022 opening. I'm not going to play the song because this is going to be on YouTube as well. And YouTube is a pain in the ass when it comes mm-hmm. to any of the relationship. But uh, what I also appreciate, and I wish they would have just taken it a little further. Um, I appreciate that the main male character is always naked, like <laughs> fucking yeah. always naked. And it, it's, it's, it's refreshing <laughs> to see that because you, Hey, like, you know, we see women naked all the time, but we don't see right. men as often. And 
you know, it makes sense in the context, but also like, I mean, he looks good. He, shit, he's chiseled and shit. Um, mm -hmm. But they kind of play on that idea too. Like he's a good looking dude and like everyone knows it. <laughs> it's very funny. And that's the thing. Like, I agree what you have to say because exactly that. Like it's always like sexualized woman in, in like anime, but like seeing a guy that's just like running around fucking naked the whole time, I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. It's, it's it's not okay. And again, so. I wish they would take it a little further and like, you know, they always show like a shadow over his crotch or whatever. <laughs> Be the first anime to show some dick. Just do it. Just do it. Just see what happens. That's what I say. Might, I might do that then. <laughs> huh? Huh? I mean, well, they do it in very rare instances. And most of the time it's either pixelated or I yeah. guess if you if you get the Blu-ray, sometimes it's not. Yeah. But more often than not, they, it's pixelated anyway. Well, actually, to be fair, I'm thinking about like Dragon Ball. Yeah. Oh, true, yeah. true, <laughs> <Yeah>. true. <laughs> but he was a kid, though. That's not the same. No, that's, yeah, that's true. But they always drew it so like wonky. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> it was like <laughs> so out of place. I'm like, what's happening? Why am I seeing this? <laughs> It was, it, you know, and that's another point, like seeing it rendered in that way, like brought another dimension of humor to the situation. And yeah, they need, they need to lean on that kind of stuff more. Definitely. <laughs> no, it's <just> like true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll I mean, I, oh, yes. <laughs> Sorry. No, you go ahead. I didn't want to cut you off. Oh, I just wanted to say, like, thinking back of, of, like, a lot of old anime, it's like, it was just very nudity. Like, it, it didn't matter if it was... Because Bastard was based on the old one, right? Mm -hmm. It was mm -hmm. woman and man, like, just always naked. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were they were fine with it. And then I think um, the whole censorship thing came in, so that's mm -hmm. when things started changing and whatnot, but... Mm -hmm. Shin-chan, yes. The Shin I love that show. Good lord. That's a... Wonderful oh my god. Anime. Yeah, them old school enemies were wild. He was showing his ass and his balls, okay? <laughs> I mean, it goes back to like when I mentioned Slayers. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, like, mm hmm. The, the whole. Yeah. I, I, so I got, I have to see Slayers because I feel like I've seen not even the, the lewd art, just, just the regular art of it before. I was like, oh, I recognize these characters. I'm not going to tell you anything about it. I just want you to watch it. Okay. All right, should I? So, okay, so as someone who is an Japanese VA purist, but also can appreciate dubs, should I watch this in Japanese or dubbed? I don't think I've ever heard it dubbed. So okay, yeah, I would just stick with the regular. Okay, I'm gonna check it out. Um, and on another note, I feel like I. I really, it just like reminds me of my childhood and how I didn't understand anything. So going back and rewatching them as a teen or as an adult, like I started like understanding what the fuck was going on. I'm like, oh my God, this was actually good. Right. Um, lame. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So I never understood it and I kept playing it over and over again as a teenager. Like I, I just never fucking got it. Mm-hmm. And then re-watching it as an adult, I was like, holy shit. Wait, like, what you, know, you said? Lame? Lame. 
L A I L A I N. All right, let's uh look that one up too. Very psychological. Okay. I think I think yeah I think my genre is psychological and I don't understand shit uh, till I rewatch it Cowboy Bebop. Um, oh, do Cowboy Bebop? Yeah, <laughs> I know it's another basic bitch anime, but like it's so good. It's not, no, but it's not so basic. I feel like it only recently sparked a little bit because of the Netflix ad- adaptation and mm-hmm. all the memes of. It. <laughs> Did you see the uh, Netflix adaptation? I did. What do you and think of it? I, I know everyone hates it, but it's a guilty pleasure. Like I didn't, I didn't hate it, but it was okay. I, That's all I gotta say. I agree with you. I agree with you, and I honestly think that it deserved its second season to like finish out what they were trying to do because. Yeah. There were certain aspects of it that were that made me feel like uh, this is okay. Like I remember the cl- the clown episode where he was fighting him, and they like cut to the shadow of him getting air juggled, and it just looked so wonky. Yeah, there were a few moments that were like that in the show, but there were also a lot of moments where like they fucking nailed it. Like I remember the uh, I think it was maybe the first or second episode with like the, the casino. Oh, the casino looks phenomenal. Yes. Yeah, uh, right at the beginning. The, yeah, yes, that that part looked dope. There was another part with the uh, with the red eye, the uh, the drug. Mm, oh yes, yes, yes. They did such a good job on that episode because like they went to the first person thing. He saw all the like his blood vessels like popping. Like, mm-hmm. I f- I just feel like, of course, people want what. Um, that just reminds me of like how people felt about the new Resident Evil show. Mm, haven't seen it yet, but I want to. So everyone was like, oh, disgusting. I don't like it. Nah, nah. I, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to listen to any of y'all. I'm going to judge it on my own fucking stand. Yeah. Um, so again, it's another show that's like, it's not, whoa, it's not, eh. I, I feel like a lot of people just like complaining, but I will yes, say, they do. going back to like, anime adaptations like like making them like real life the mm. best one so far would have to be cowboy bebop because the rest is fucking trash well yes <laughs> that's true <laughs> so for the fans that are complaining and about it and stuff just think about like about fucking death note they did a lot better this time yeah yeah oh yeah. Th- there was a roni kenshin uh show that came out um, I, I so I've heard, but I haven't like watched it. So I've seen one of the movies, I think, or two, and it was they were good. They were pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big Roni Kenshin fan too. So I mean, if you're saying it's good, I might as well just see for myself. You know, I mean, check a look, check it out. You know, when, on a day that you're bored, you just want to pop that in. Always got to have some sort of media in the background. Yes. So yeah, I'll check it out. Appreciate it, yo, Rolum. It has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. I appreciate the time that you spent letting us get to know you a little bit more. Hello, hello. (laughs) I spoke a lot. You did, you did, and you did great. I know. Again, you were you were a little nervous at first uh, about coming on the show, but as soon as we we started talking to you in a little bit, 
Uh, the palm sweaty, the the little ass clenching, the whole. <laughs> Am I ready for this? But once I start talking, I don't shut up. So it's like, okay, fine. No. You did perfect. You did perfect. Um, uh, the only reason I'm ending it now is because I know I need to eat something at some point, and I'm sure you do too. Oh my god, it's yeah, it's Ooh, I. It's like okay. six thirty for you, right? Because you're West Coast. No, no, it's it's seven twenty-four. So. All oh, right, because I'm I'm central now. I'm stupid. <laughs> no, stupid. Stop that. I Don't say that. I've I've been on all the coasts now, and then in the I've, middle. I've been central. I've been west and east. So sometimes I'm like, yeah, it's it's late. And like, wait, no, the sun's out, huh? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, yo, everyone, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to yes, this episode. Thank you for being here. Yes, make sure once again that you go follow her. Uh, when you're listening through all the various podcasting apps, her information is going to be uh, included in there as a link as well. So you can go check her out at your earliest, Great. quickest convenience. This is Black Only and Rolo Mix. Best. Anything else you want to say to the people before we leave? Uh, not really, but I'll see you around. We'll see you around. Yep. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>